0: Afraid to die The past is in the past It isn't meant to last But if I can't let go Will you carry me home? Can we celebrate the end? I'm asking for a friend
1: And welcome to Light the Sky, special episode number who knows what, because we are continuing on uh, uh, an extended run of these, and uh, tonight we're going to be jumping into the Scottish group uh, Churches, with their fourth album, Screen Violence. The 2021 release, that was, uh, it's their fourth album, and it uh, has has been released to some pretty widespread critical acclaim, for as big as you could possibly get as a single, pop artist uh they got some major reviews major publications reviewing this album now it's our turn as the definitive podcast on track by track opinions we are ready to get through churches the 10 tracks that they have released for us screen violence and this is an album that uh you know I don't I think this might is this uh, newer than the ghost album or is ghost album was 2022 right uh yeah you know yeah. i'm not ghost is
2: 2020 okay, okay. so, so the second a newest
1: movie. album that we have reviewed uh last uh, last month. Month, I guess it was, we reviewed uh, Ghost, uh, their latest album, and maybe we'd uh, continue with a few uh, latest releases, um, thinking of maybe the 1975 and their latest release, <laughs> and really get in the synth pop head. Uh, so sorry if you like rock and roll. I know the Queen episodes right now. Uh, somebody downloaded Hot Space 22 times the other day, so uh, thank you. <laughs> I don't even remember what that album... Oh, come on! Uh, no. Was that fun? Um, it? No, dancer, that
2: was... Dancer. I'm still not.
1: I'm still not. Whatever. Hot space. Uh, popular download. Uh, a couple of days ago. But anyway, uh, for those of you who like synth pop, for those of you who uh, might not be convinced about synth pop, this episode is for you because I think we might have some varying opinions on it. And you know, we've done this a little bit before with Chris and his special episode, which was Gunship, uh, the UK group or solo project, or duo project, or whatever it is. And uh, that uh, actually inspired uh, a fan of ours. uh, uh, His name is Neil Goodwin, I believe, uh, who has messaged us. And he started with that album, and he uh, ended up liking some Van Halen tracks when he had previously not uh, even bothered with Van Halen much in the past which goes to show you how popular they are outside of America. And, uh, I'm glad we're bringing fans <laughs> so, to Van Halen, uh, to those uh, of us, uh, across the pond and, uh, bringing new fans in the show. And maybe, uh, we'll get, uh, some more fans of other artists based on our church's discussion tonight. So, uh, to fill you in for who hasn't listened to the shows before, we go track by track, album by album, and we debate and we go, uh, listen to segments. We debate it. And then we, uh, vote on them at the end with love it or flush it. And, uh, by popular request, tonight, Alex has returned to the show. So if you like that fourth opinion, welcome back, Alex. Glad to have you back. And hoping you're ready because you are starting tonight with your opening
3: opinion. Do you like this one better than Gunship? I I think I do. I, I think I do. Yeah, so uh, uh, glad to be back. I don't know who that was that requested for me to come back. Was that Mr. Goodwin?: I That don't was remember. Mr. Goodwin.
1: Yes, it was. There you
3: go. I need a, I need to converse with this guy.: but, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I, I guess a little background on churches maybe uh, before I get into my score. Uh, I, I haven't li- this is the first album I've ever listened to by the band Front to Back, uh, which is kind of cool. I'm, I'm a little late to the game. Uh, I was a big fan of their song "Gun." which was off their yeah. first record, The Bones of What You Believe. That's that's where Sorry. I was first introduced to the band. I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard that song and was hooked. And then uh, I heard, was it Never Say Die off the second or third record? Love Is third Dead? I yeah. Third, yeah, yeah, so I, I want to say I probably skipped the second record altogether. And then this record, uh, Screen Violence... I'm a big uh, soccer video game player. I shouldn't say big, but like the limited video games that I do play are pretty much just soccer games. So uh, the song Good Girls or Good Girl, uh, Good Girls was in FIFA 22. So I heard that and I'm like, man, another every like church's song, which has been like three before this episode, (laughs) I have loved So I, I was I was excited to listen to this record because I'm like, oh yeah, well I really like this song and it's on this album, so I'll, I imagine I'll like the rest of it. And uh, it may actually not be my favorite song on the album anymore after listening to it all the way through. So uh, yeah, big fan of this band. I know Kevin has seen them live. I know you guys have spoken highly of them. Um a big fan of Lauren's voice. Uh, like I said, I haven't listened to much of their stuff before, so... Uh, listening to this album was the first time I really heard her Scottish accent come out. Mm-hmm. That might yeah, be kind of yeah. a, might be a like a weird thing to say, but like I haven't listened to much, so I really heard it here. Maybe it's a common thing, but I thought that was really cool. Uh, I kind of like everything here, to be honest. I mean, I'm a sucker for catchy pop stuff, so there's a whole lot of earworms going on. As for the music. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if I can comment on how like diverse or influential or anything it is there, but I mean, it's easy on the ears and it's, you know, what does Chris say? It's, uh like a bag of Fritos or whatever. I forgot what right. your, what your term yeah, it's, it's, was. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's easy. Yeah. It's easy listening. Uh, I really appreciate the guest spot uh, from Robert Smith. I think yeah. he works with the band very well. <laughs> uh, there's, there's light poppy moods, and then there's darker moods, and then there's songs where uh, they blend both, uh, which are actually some of my favorite songs on the record. So... Uh, Yeah, excited to go back and listen to the rest of the catalog after this. Uh, I was very impressed. Uh, But overall, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Um, Like I said, I kind of like everything here, but there's some that I maybe like more than others, and I know there's rules to the game where we got to get rid of stuff, so uh, there's going to be some I'm going to have to get rid of, but overall, very positive. (laughs) Strong start.
1: Um, did you enjoy the, did you, or figure out uh, the John Carpenter bonus remix?
3: No, actually, I didn't. Yeah, it's I, a I,
2: John Carpenter
1: remix.
3: I, I, I saw that there was a director's cut version with three extra songs, but I know we only wanted to go with yeah. the uh, original version, so I didn't even bother, but I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, as a fan of John Carpenter, uh, I would check it out. I will. Um, But uh, yeah, my turn. Uh, This album, I have been talking for the last, if you've been listening to this show, you're probably sick of hearing me talking about artists and their languages and how well they're developed or not. I criticized Ghost for not having a developed language and being more derivative, and I complimented Hendrix for having a fully developed language right out of the gate. And what I really appreciate about this band, and specifically this album, being the fourth album, is that they have really developed their own language. This isn't your typical uh, derivative vaporwave album that is putting all of their effort into exploiting Stranger Things mania. This is a developed indie pop band who has has you know there's an artist level feeling to this that it's it's more than just a couple of people in a studio. Um, it's it's an actual genuine artist reflecting on their lives, their experiences, uh, creating their own uh, sonic backdrop to it that is both awash with sugar cube synths and. It still retains organic texture. Uh, the bass playing on this album is surprisingly enjoyable to listen to. There's some some good bass lines, some good digging in there, um, and there's a this is a rare synth pop album that when you look deeper, there's still texture. And, and like, what do you get when you look at the midnight? And you look deeper into the midnight. What do you get? You get more cheese. You get a fembot guitarist. Like you just get. Just, just—it's really oh, we're not starting um,
0: strong.
2: <laughs> it, 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 it's there's not a whole term, lot there, whole and pop. I don't
1: want to put down the mid, the midnight too much, but like all that synth pop stuff that that we've, you know, Chris and I have listened to a ton of it. Chris is probably the biggest fan on the show of it. It really tends to be—it tends to thin out quickly. And churches Indeed. just gets deeper. You look deeper into it. There's more to the texture. There's more to the lyric. There's more to the story. The theme of this album, yeah. um, to have that 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 screen violence, being that you know consumed by screens, and how do we you know how our lives are consumed by screens, and the violence on all of these screens, and just the theme throughout, and in terms of just how we live around all of these screens, it continues. Like you're eight songs deep into it, and you're still getting uh, interesting insights. Now, I'm not saying it's Pink Floydian in terms of its ability to carry through a concept, but it still is a a breath of fresh air that you can get a coherent album from a large artist and still feel like you're along for the ride in terms of their development. Fourth album from the group, um, The Darkest Album, maybe a little bit of fair warning, uh, Van Halen's Mm -hmm. fourth album uh, Mm -hmm. in there in terms of taking a darker turn and uh, really creating this It's it's not a horror film, but it's like an anthology of horror uh, with each track. It's like a, you know, each four minutes being a little short film on how, uh, you know, just just these our lives are affected by this. So love the concept, love the music, um, you know, love the effort put into it, love the depth. Um, There are a couple weak spots and really just kind of repeating the same theme over and over. One in particular that I'll get to. And really just the big question that I'm left with is if you dislike this type of music, you know, I can't see our dad listening to this show and saying churches, you know, if if you don't like 80s synth sounds, is there enough here to still convince you that this is quite decent? you know, the dog-eat-dog conundrum. If you are a Pearl Jam and Nirvana fan, is there enough in Warren's dog-eat-dog album to say, give this a listen? Like, no, I'm not, well, it's trust me, it's good. Like, is there enough here? Can we find enough here for fans who are not fans of this type of music to genuinely enjoy something here? So that's what I'm gonna try to do over uh, the next 10 tracks, um, because I think I agree with Alex in that there isn't a whole lot of weak spots on this album. I enjoy pretty much all of it. The deeper I dig, the more I enjoy it. I'm going to go with an 8.5 out of this one,
4: oh. Chris. Well I, can, well, I can tell you, I don't think I'll be able to top that uh, very in-depth uh, analysis. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I I agree with both of you and Alex. Um, yeah, this is definitely. And again, I'm kind of biased because I love this music, as you stated, Mark. Um, I do agree with you. Uh, yeah, it seems like there's a little bit level of professionalism. Yeah, with synth wave music especially modern synth wave it has a little bit of a, a bedroom vibe like as far as just people if you know what i mean like creating it like mm-hmm. in their small little world where here it sounds yeah there's some again i use the word muscle um yeah the the, the electronic sounds come through very percussively um yeah the uh what's the lead singer's what's her name
1: lauren mayberry, mayberry. Oh,
4: okay. yeah yeah she she has that very kind of yeah uh, it's almost it's all, it's very reminiscent of the eighties, but in her own, she's a singer. Way. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, a again, but, but singer. You, yeah you think of a, like the, those professional, again, it's not, yeah, it's not like a 10 octave or whatever, but it's, it's perfect for this kind of music. Uh, and it gives her, it gives a little bit of a flavor too, uh, or, 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 or unique flavor. Uh, and I will say there are a few moments on here where I'm like, okay, that's very much modern pop, like not even synth, where it's like, okay, that's something you could hear like on like, like top 40 radio. Um, which is still fine, but again, sometimes it kind of takes you out of it a little bit because, again, with the more unique kind of balancing synth pop, uh, like the classic synth pop with their own unique sound, uh, I kind of gravitate towards that a little bit more. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I, I appreciate the professionalism. Yeah, there's not not the cheese factor, like you said, with the Midnight. Uh, And, again, I like a lot of what they do, but, again, there are some moments where you kind of like, okay, that's... Yeah, they've got one... Put F- firmly like in that like uh like that John Hughes eighties yeah where they don't they they make no bones mm-hmm. about it yeah. yeah we're here we're here you know with churches it sounds yeah more like I think what what did you say Mark where they're kind of naturally kind of in, uh, ingraining in it what they do where it doesn't sound mm-hmm. too much like where you hear like oh that's kind of cool I could hear that kind of but then again as the song progresses you're like okay yeah, they actually kind of make it their own
1: yeah they're uh, not they're not copying they're developing.
4: Which is hard. I mean, we've talked about that with a lot of these kind of, you know, it's especially nowadays looking for somebody who's kind of taking the older sounds and kind of doing something. I mean, it, that takes a lot of talent and it doesn't work all the time. Sometimes uh, sometimes you might get half and half where it's like, OK, they really hit it and then they, they the rest of the record is where they kind of fall back on, their laurel, or on the laurels of others. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, I, uh, and again, yeah, there's some lyrical depth here. Uh, yeah, I, I oh, like yeah. some of the, I'm going
1: to be like you, this record.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I've
1: got some <laughs> lyrics written down.
4: Yeah. I, uh, I didn't really write down anything specifically. It's more just kind of where areas where I, I saw f- at least my interpretation of some of the themes, uh, which I kind of appreciated. Uh, but, uh, yeah, as far as the score, um, surprisingly as much credit, uh, cause I did enjoy this, uh, it's funny with all the yeah you know, with all the other music I've listened to this week this record really kind of stuck in my brain a lot more than any of those others uh, and, and funny enough it actually led me down as far as opening up like an apple music uh, like radio station based on this record I actually got, found a couple other new bands that I thought were pretty cool too that um' hmm. I'll, I'll i'll attach them later um uh, maybe not as unique as uh, as churches but again just like okay that's kind of nice like to like when you're working on your cars mark you got that like you got this type of type of music playing in the background and it really makes you feel good sure. and i kind of uncovered a couple more of those um so yeah as far as the score yeah shockingly i'm not gonna go as high uh as high as you guys um not that it's not because i don't love the record but as far as like what alex said as far as that where it uh, uh as far as that, where it, it satisfies on that kind of for people who really love this music i mean it's, it that doesn't challenge necessarily as much as some other bands, but it really makes you feel good. It really, like, you just can't stop listening to it. I kind of felt like, like when I listened to like Momentary Lapse of Reason, where I know I gave that a lower score. Not that I didn't love that record, but it's like, does it, does it have that over encompassing, like as far as some of my favorite records of all time? I would say no. Uh, But yeah, from that love of synth wave position, yeah, this is up there and I'll give it a 7.5.
1: Okay. Kevin, what are your thoughts? We're all pretty high. I can imagine you're going to be close.
2: Yeah, it's. I almost hate to join in the parade of people loving this
1: album. <laughs> hey, you know, that's a good change of pace for all the people who listen to us and then just say, why didn't you give everything a 10?
2: That's true. Well, Go listen to our last album where Mark and I duked it out over Yes, it got very nasty. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, or but, you can
1: listen to Wolfgang Van Halen where the whole thing just
0: <laughs> didn't yeah, do that, anything that, that, for anybody. A collapse,
2: yeah. <laughs> you can, um, um, let me just put it this way Churches is the only modern band where I own all of their discography on physical format on vinyl. Um, probably the only actually, might be the only band that I do, uh, at least out of bands that don't have a member who's dead or you know, irrelevant. <laughs> so right. that goes to that goes to show you, um, a, a fan of their discography and. Yes, I I remember them from the beginning, from that very first EP or whatever that they released. It might have been even the recovery. Yeah, it was a EP. four track EP. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been a fan for a long time, and not only that, but I was a huge fan of the last album. And I know some people weren't because love was is a dead lot. And... Love is yeah. dead. Yeah, but I was. Big fan of that. That was
4: great. Oh yeah, and that was the other one I forgot to mention that uh, the only other record where I actually listened to the whole thing, Uh, not in a while, but that was pretty much the one we're doing tonight. And that one were the two that I, yeah, Mm -hmm. as far as where I actually sat down. uh, Yeah, yeah, they're both great. (laughs) And
2: and not only that, but this was the first album I've ever pre-ordered without hearing a song. So as soon as this (laughs) went up, I actually pre-ordered the album, figuring that it was going to be good. And it did not let me down. This band uh, is a
1: time machine. Can, can you, can, like, have you ever, I've never done that in my life.
2: N- yeah. yeah, this is the first, the first time. The only other time I did was when I pre-ordered the Porcupine Tree album for dad. I was going to do it myself, <laughs> but I didn't feel like getting two vinyls at once. Uh, felt excessive. <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway, um, so needless to say, my expectations were high going into this at, at what it, what it would be. And I feel like this album is kind of an amalgamation of. They take what they were doing on their first album, almost that language, Mark, that you're talking mm-hmm. about it. They combine it with some of the pop sensibilities that they they developed on Love is Dead. And, and that they, sells records. Yeah. And that sells records. And then they add in some more. um acoustic instruments they add in a little bit more Mm. acoustic bass acoustic drums things like that to their already synthy sound and it works and you sit in here you're thinking like man I I didn't think they would necessarily go in this direction but it actually works and Mm. uh, not only that you you get flashbacks to what they've done in the past but in a new like it, it feels fresh and I can't be like that that is just you can't accomplish any more with an album almost. In my opinion, as a fan of the band. Like they gave me new stuff. It didn't overstay its welcome. The album I don't think is perfect. I'm not gonna give it like a no. perfect score. I'm yeah. I'm never gonna do that necessarily for this, but they gave me everything that I was looking for in this album. Uh not only that, but I did have the chance to see them live on this tour and I was happy to report that they could bring it live. Yeah. There's nothing worse than one of these synth bands mm-hmm. that's either suspiciously good, like uh, Alex and his <laughs> experience with the midnight, yeah. Or a band that just that comes out and totally falls flat. But uh, some of these songs, especially with the real kit up there, somebody banging away on a real drum kit. That made a that made a huge difference. Just filling up the sound did with they everything.
4: Pl- and- oh, sorry. Uh, did they play a lot from this album? Another
2: reason the band is still relevant. They actually play music from their yeah. latest album. Kat, I think they did- played like seven or eight. Where songs. did you Where did you see them again? Was it Metro? Uh, Aragon Ballroom. You were at the Aragon show, okay? Yeah, in December, Did, December of last year, I think it was the seventh or something. I can't and remember you know, that. This band
1: doesn't, um, in, in the sen- the traditional ethos of the Light the Sky podcast. They're re- they're not the Van Halen that goes on the festival tours and plays, uh, just you know Soldier Field and just you know that that type of thing to really like light the sky in the sense that. Every other band that we've talked about does, but they are very much the type of band that I, um, you know, I had one live experience with another band, and the band, uh, the artist, um, is very similar to Church's. Uh, Flint Eastwood was her name at the time. I believe she's changed that to Jax Anderson. She's an indie pop artist out of Detroit, and I went to a show in Detroit uh, that she was playing at. It was at an art gallery, and they had an alley outside the art gallery that was basically converted to an outdoor space and outdoor like concert space, small stage, everything. And I showed up there like midway through the concert and the place, the alley was packed oh, I and think I do everybody that, yeah. was vibing. Like everybody was throwing down and it was just like, that's how I that's the natural environment for me for churches is, is that like indie pop, you know, alley concert where you just have the entire crowd totally into it the sound reverberating off the brick walls and yeah that 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 was one of the best concerts i've been to and uh you know i I think that would that's that's really where i see this this artist this type of music um Mm -hmm. to
2: finish up uh my score this is hard because i think i probably like love is dead more overall as an album i'm not sure i'd have to it's been a it's been a while since i have gone. And listen to all of love is better album and if i remember that was also quite a bit more tracks but man i can't it's hard to say no to a 10 track album i'm gonna give this an 8.5 and see where it goes from there
1: Uh, high praise across the board hope you enjoy that because now we're gonna dig in and go track by track see how that changes uh kevin let's open it up we got everybody in the uh, sync room
2: there and we are starting off The opening track Asking for a friend Starting at 2 minutes and 3
0: I don't say that I'm afraid to die past is in the past It isn't meant to last But if I can't let go Will you carry me home? Can we celebrate the end? I'm asking for a friend
1: Like, like put this on your best sound system and just listen it, it, it fills you up and i was listening to it so loud on my cans here yeah. i was getting feedback <laughs> on my mic that kevin's yes. gonna have to eat out and it, it's 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 such a filling sound and and i love the way that this opened that the, the way an album opens this is obviously very important it's the first especially when you buy a vinyl you put it on and just how lush this is at the beginning that's oh, huge you just you can just feel the
4: warm air yeah
1: it straddles palm, going through the palm trees
4: you know it's like, funny it straddles that stranger things line I but say. it doesn't quite luckily get there
0: yeah especially yeah. when
1: she comes I'm in you know it's gonna be nothing. Guy. she's got her own
4: voice yeah
0: i'm no good at
1: it's so just, just so I know, lush yeah. i love it and and, and the it, it feels like a dream it almost feels pink floydian the way that a pink floyd album might open not to, to just go crazy yeah, it, with this yeah, and you- at 110 just how that builds i mean i love when the bass say. kicks in yeah right
2: there
0: when you just
1: listen to that with a sob And you're three minutes into this song, and you don't realize that the entire first three minutes of this album were just all yeah, the a build. Whole thing. The yeah. entire opening, just a build. It's, just you know, it's so
4: cinematic. I love you know, it. You know, it's funny. I I knew the moment where I think the album had me again on song <laughs> one when uh, that part, that part you played at the end cover where it kicks into that rhythmic kind of I'm like okay, that's that's what I look for. I mean, that's it's funny. I didn't mention in my opening statement like for me. Especially with a lot of the more unfamiliar albums uh, that we've talked about uh, with me, I know an album starts to get good when I pull out my guitar because this is a lot of the me- this is this is a lot the of the case, music. I you focus can hear on the latches now, as as on the guitar keep...
2: case popping yeah, open. Yeah, you door. hear.
4: <laughs> okay, we're yeah, yeah. Just Gives yeah, it a yeah, little side exactly, eye. Exactly, yeah, where the where the where yeah, the, the, the inspirational juices start going, and it's like, okay, I gotta I gotta start. Yeah, there's something here. I just want to build on it. And yeah, that was the uh. Yeah, this was. Right out of the gate. Yeah, that was that kind of... I'm like, wow, that's... This is what I look for. It, 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 there's a lot of pop out pop out there that just kind of... And we're on the surface. Like, okay, it's cool. There's some cool musical ideas here. But it's great to see it in the context of a whole song. And yeah, where you just have that...
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you really got to dig for it. Uh, you, yeah. uh, that's why and I feel you, bad that, yeah, that I haven't given this band as much. of Because I know you guys told me about the, the about them years ago. And I just never, for whatever reason... Um, But this is the first time where it's like, yeah, this is kind of this kind of stuff I look for. Yeah, it's got that, yeah, it's got that sound. Yeah, it's just that that umbrella.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And one thing I was going to say that is so important, I think,
4: when it comes to
3: music like this, especially if we're talking about the gunship episode, the night game episode, uh, it it all really comes down, down to me anyway, is the singer's voice. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of bands can like make this kind of music, but if you have kind of like average monotone white guy gunship, no offense, <laughs> no offense. All right, eighty yeah. percent of <laughs> white guys can sing like that, not me. Or even or, or
0: even, I'm or part even of the twenty,
3: or even the midnight. I like I don't know what it like. The music's really cool, but the thing here is I think her voice is the strongest part of the band.
4: Yeah, it suits it. But,
3: yeah, but the guy yeah. and it's. It's like not the most unique thing in the world but there's just some like aura around her like I she's not like a she doesn't seem like a full on like Katy like Perry deep, like like she's like going to be diva like, personality, yeah. like a diva or anything she's like this small yeah. like innocent cute little scottish girl like you would see like in a coffee shop or something like that and but she like has such a huge voice And the music is so huge, and I think the whoever the other guy is, it Martin or who's the other guy in the band? I didn't see what his name is. Ian and Martin. Martin Martin. is it? Like they just the the songwriting seems in a way kind of simple, like they're not doing a whole bunch of kind of technical time changes or anything like that. It's just very simple, but it works like really Mm -hmm. well to suit. And she's just got such a knack for. Catchy melody and like moving through little changes and stuff like that. And I I read in an interview once, and, and this is this isn't like a bias thing why I like the band, but in a way I can almost kind of see it. um I remember hearing that she was a big fan of my favorite band, which is Alkaline Trio from Chicago. And in a way, the way they like write songs, I can almost kind of see it because that's a band that has really kind of poppy, catchy punk music, not to like a blink One Eighty Two level, but it's with very dark undertones and dark mm-hmm. lyrics. And yeah. they're, they're huge. Those guys are huge cure fans and yeah, Smith's yeah. fans. And, and you could hear that here too. And you could see like, maybe she took influence maybe from that, like earlier two thousands kind of punk thing, but like really worked it into like the cure new order kind of simple songwriting that, which those bands ultimately kind of influenced the, maybe the right. bands of the the well, early 2000s so what's yeah. that singer
2: uh paramore uh,
1: oh uh, haley, haley haley williams,
3: uh, williams, haley williams. williams. Yeah, yeah i could, i could hear that too yeah you for sure you know i
2: appreciate about this band i this might be getting too far down the geek road but i'm pretty sure that i was reading or knew at one time that they used a lot of analog synths all that dave smith stuff the prophet 5 the prophet 10 <laughs> things like that and That's I honestly cool. feel, I this might be crazy, but you hear a little bit, bit of it. Like, they sit down, they learn their stuff, they're not just dialing up that 80s patch on their DAW, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: they
2: didn't just hire a package of exactly. patches. And, 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 <laughs> they know what they're doing. They know what
0: the
3: knobs do. I was just Somebody gonna, in the band does. I was just going to comment on that, because I don't listen to like a whole lot of modern synth pop, at least not as much as you guys, and and probably especially Chris, so... Like when the song opens up, obviously it has more modern production, but it still has this old movie kind of theme sound to it that like sucks me in. And then after that break, that clip that you played, Mark, where you think the song ends and then it comes back and it has that really modern, almost, I don't want to say like kazoo-sounding like sounding synth sound. I don't know what that actual synth is, but it's like very modern. And you think, to me, like that would turn me off a little bit. But it actually works I think they blend old school and
2: new school Like at the perfect yeah, amount We're going to be seeing some of that later mm-hmm. in this album too
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, Yeah, which is time to move on I guess to He said, she said We'll start this one off around 45 seconds.
3: Yeah, okay, just get it, chills it, it, from her yeah, voice yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, her yeah, voice like makes me weep it's so
0: good yeah, I guess. Oh, and, and
1: the way that it's used in the chorus that yeah. echo of feel like yeah. I'm losing my mind and that's the very processed version of that it's so well done in terms of representing that like I don't know what society wants of me like Vibe of this song as a as a woman, so like I feel like I'm losing my mind, and you just have that circling your head. it's just it's a it's yeah. a really cool yeah. production,
4: yeah, right, yeah the one uh and again props to those drums
0: oh yeah, yeah, I like
3: yeah. I like the drops a lot too, because that's what I'm talking about with the modern production, like you almost hear some of these like hip hop dubstep where you could like see everybody just kind of drop with with the song but it works so well and like mm-hmm. that's why i like the 1975 so much Is like they find ways to like really tune in with the kind of hip-hop stuff that like i imagine majority of people like but they know how to like bring in this 80s synth thing too and just please everybody and they never overdo it and turn you off it's just like the perfect blend right I I
1: would say that there are, I mean, the use of hi-hats on this album as a percussion tool really add a lot to it. And, you know, I'm not going to call them like drill hi-hats, but they're at least, if you're going to mention a little bit of hip-hop influence, um, you know, it's definitely not an afterthought. It's they, they, they think about how they put things together, which sounds stupid, but I guess if we're talking about what Chris was saying with the... The bedroom laptop artist, where uh, they're di- you know they pirate some patches and then they yeah. they just start they go to town. Uh, these guys know how to use their their equipment and right. it shows.
4: Yeah, the problem with the genre is that it, it it can become just like where you are like an over uh, over of good I- of cool ideas that just aren't fleshed out into the, like what we see here here where you have like full. And I, I hear that plenty. Sometimes I'll have those songs like I because I just get my brain stuck on like a hook or whatever. But the rest of it is just you could tell it was just not it's not yeah. it's never it's never going to get out of the bedroom. <laughs> it's just that kind of I mean, you'd almost love to just yeah, yeah to just hijack it for your own project. Yeah. And,
1: and I mean, the bass yeah. in this song is just <laughs> yeah. thick. T-H-I-C-C. Yeah.
4: That
0: bass is just
1: <laughs> so heavy. My, it, my, my
4: only <laughs> my a o- giant butt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. Yeah, my Jesus. only,
4: I guess if I had one quip with this song, I, I i felt like this sounds too much like the modern, like they were looking for the single, just for that. This was the
1: single, too. Yeah,
4: and I, I just felt it got a little too kind of like top 40 up, and it didn't necessarily grab me. Not not that it doesn't sound good and hits you hard, but it just didn't have like that unique kind of feel like the, like the first song of the record where it's like, okay, where it sounds like them. Here it sounds like they're trying to, yeah, just to position themselves... Uh, but they do a good job. I mean, it's still great. I mean, it's still, again, this is another song that got stuck in my head, but I just uh, felt it was maybe a little too kind of uh, kind of getting off the path a little bit. Uh, but luckily, it was professionally done. So uh, <laughs> And again, this is another kind of boyfriend-girlfriend song. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a lot of, ga- I think, a song about gaslighting in here. Uh, so that was kind of like, oh, give me the more introspective kind of, I, like, I don't want any more. <laughs> um, they <laughs> yeah. opened the show uh, with
2: this song. And I w- I was not expecting as live. them too, But I will say, as soon as was that okay. little Tom fill into this and the crowd's like, yeah. <laughs> it was a decent opener. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, it probably made me like <laughs> the song a little bit more. Um, a little bit, yeah. But
4: maybe that would do it for me too. I mean, I don't Maybe I just I, I was maybe thinking this is a week
2: two spot really? song, though. Interesting. I, w- I wonder yeah, what you I would like put it, here but instead of if you were to shuffle the, the album around. I'm looking at different different options here yeah but, but i guess i take yeah. uh, good oh, girls yeah. okay swap this with good girls okay. to be honest a
3: little more energy maybe or tempo yeah mm-hmm. tempo maybe. well
2: let's move on because pretty much all my points have already been made to california we'll start this one at-
1: Oh, this song. Is, is this the one is, that makes your I, life I playlist? I know this it. is the I one. Knew it. This is the life playlist song for me. So I'm sorry if I'm gonna hog a little <laughs> time on this one. But what a song! This thing yeah. is incredible, in my opinion. Um, I mean, we had that little digitization at the end that just kind of shows that that falling into the screen pull me into the screen at the end, um, and I just absolutely love this song. I love the story of the song, the lyrics. Let's just back it up to one of the choruses, uh, just so we can really hear. Just the, I, I could listen to this whole thing, but this yeah. this song is yeah. yeah. Chris, when you talk about wanting to pick up a guitar based on something, mm-hmm. in, my in my perspective, <laughs> is I, I want to make a movie based on this something. It's it, it just that that California dreaming, is, that yeah. story of, of <laughs> just that um, that dying in a dream feels like home, uh, and just that that what's that. Uh, there, no one ever tells you there's freedom and failure, even the, the verse is closed. My eyes closed my heart closed the book. I never meant to start. It's just the combined power of music that I love with a story that you know because I know people in the film industry I've worked in the film industry like I I produce content for a living like uh, that that that's kind of like around our industry is you know oh, a guy leave Chicago should I go to California I've seen people go and come back I've seen people succeed and and then fail and and it's just such a, a maybe it's more relatable to me but I mean it's just that that eternal um you know concept of dreaming of being somebody and the fallen and, angel and, you music, you know, video. sometimes you don't make it.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but this
1: I, know, is I way, know. I way way bad. That's uh, that's, yeah. that's paper. That's poison. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's well, this one is, thing.
3: Oh, were you were you still going, Mark?
1: No, I could keep going. So it's probably good to interrupt okay. me. But it's just, no,
3: not. It, I like the song too. It, it took it actually took a little bit to to grow on me. But once I read into the story a little bit more, you know, the uplifting chorus. It, it, it really did paint a picture. I mean, I was for reasons I was going out to California a lot. And I like, I, I know the area and I hear the song and it's like, okay, I could see like driving through on, you know, PCH or driving down to San Diego yeah, or something. Or a, something. At, yeah. Soundtrack and yeah, like, this song to the highway. is playing or even just driving through LA at night. Like I could hear this song. Uh, one thing I, I noticed, and I don't know like if you guys are super familiar, but you mentioned uh, Haley Williams from Paramore, which if you like this, uh, I think you guys would really actually like more modern uh, Paramore. I think the After Laughter record is kind of when they went 80s. And then there was a band, which it's kind of embarrassing to state on the podcast, but I was a fan in high school. So let's like rewind this back to 2000... 2000- Eight or whatever, but there was a kind of a pop punk band called Hey Monday, and uh, (laughs) the singer, the singer. No, 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 no. No, That's fine, but like somebody would look this up and be like, "This guy in a Scorpion shirt uh, (laughs) right now, like this band." That's kind (laughs) of all right, whatever. Like Good Charlotte or no, it's just like you know, kind of hot topic mall pop punk all time low, but with a female singer. Mm-hmm. And her name was Cassidy Pope, and her voice is, like, exact— Like, her voice is Lauren Mayberry's voice exactly minus the slight accent. Scottish accent. Yeah. It's, like, it's exactly, especially when she gets up to the high range and it gets really troubly and cuts through. It's it's the same voice. And then Cassidy ended up going on and doing, like, Nashville uh, American Idol stuff. But um, I, I don't know— I don't know if this is gonna like hurt your your score, but I mentioned that uh, Lauren was a fan of Trio and probably a fan of like early two thousands kind of pop punk bands. Uh, the band Blink One Eighty Two uh, put out a record in two thousand nineteen. Well, let's even move it back to two thousand sixteen, which was their first record back. Uh, with Matt Skiba, the singer of Alkaline Trio, uh, taking over for Tom. And they had a couple songs. The album was called California. Uh, so they were writing, you know, typical Blink, Pop, Feel Good, going out, getting with girls, you know, running around <laughs> naked. Yeah, of, I was just going to yeah, say. The, yeah. the, the, the typical... Sorry, sorry.
0: The, <laughs> the... The... the, the he just had to go.
3: The, 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 the typical kind of blink uh, stuff that made them big in the late 90s, but also they were writing songs like one song's called Los Angeles, uh, one one song's called California. Like some of the songs are about the dark aspects of Los Angeles where most people go there and they see the palm trees and the beaches and the you know attractive people and they think, oh, this is paradise. But if you actually live there, And you actually know what it's like. It can be quite dark, especially like in the industry. That album came out in 2016, and then they put out a record in 2019 called Nine, which kind of hinted on the same stuff. So not to say like in this, what, the screen violence came out last year, not to say like she was taking inspiration, but it's a little close where maybe she was, I mean, I'm sure it's a very common topic for a lot of people, and it's not an original idea to sing about the dark parts of... California, but the fact that she was a fan of these bands and these bands were kind of doing it not that long ago, kind of in the same world, it's like It's,
0: oh, it's I, a possibility. I mean, it's we a possibility. Another...
3: And, and, and she says she's been influenced by these bands, so she's like, okay, maybe, maybe she's thinking, oh, I'll kind of jump on this thing and mm-hmm. see if I can work that into my own music. So just it, a thought. It, there,
1: I do have another Blink One Eighty Two reference later on this record. see if you picked up on it too. Um, but and, and to your point with that, it the dark side of that dream. I I don't even know if I would say like the dark side, like it's not welcome to the jungle dark side. It's more just kind of like the, what more people live with, which is, you know, can I make my rent? Do I have enough gigs? Am I good enough to be out here? Like that self questioning dark side that I think is a fascinating topic. And it really just has that, you know, especially when you're taking the screen violence theme and people going out to Los Angeles to become TikTok stars, uh, which is kind of weird, but they do that. They all rent out a house together, and you know, sure. mansion, and they just make you know the, the, the YouTube shorts and TikTok and, and Twitch and whatever. Um, you know, it's a it's a modern take on it, but it's an eternal concept, and I just think there's something fascinating about a song that deals with the dying embers of a of a dream. You know, it, it's it's done yeah. very well,
4: and I do appreciate that they start the song out with like a very clean kind of California guitar sound, too, a very chorus-y, uh uh, yeah, only a few moments on here like that, but uh, it seems like it it's, it uh, that it's self aware that they're self aware of the of how the songs need to sound. Yeah, that mm-hmm. yeah, even though they're a synth pop, yeah, they they were going to bring that kind of very kind of not that it's a '60s guitar sound, but just that very clean kind of what you would expect from that. We're listening to music from that part yeah. of the country.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's something that I might have been, uh, just to burst a bubble in all this talk, that I did try to look up the real meaning of the song and I couldn't get a true answer on it. But I think what might have been said <laughs> was that it about some relationship that had gone south and that it really has nothing to do with California itself. So I just want to throw that out there before somebody jumps down our throats for not having the meaning of the song properly <laughs> sourced. We're not, uh, I guess the it Pink has Floyd something Island, to do with. So
2: I think it's okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I like it anyway. I don't care what the original meaning is. I'll put my own meaning upon it and uh,
3: appreciate I'll put it. I'll something
2: up on, G- on genius.com. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, actually, that's where I was looking at a lot yeah. of these songs because there's actual blips from the art, like the artist themselves kind of commenting on what the song is about. So you could check that
2: well, out. Well, let us know if there's a uh, Bring the Boys Back Home part two. Um, <laughs> on, on any of this, I will never forget that moment in our podcast history. Um, but let's move on to yeah. well. Here,
3: sorry, I, I I just read this, so I'm 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 reading uh Martin. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's a part about what have the artists said about the song, and Martin said, uh, "Everybody who moves to LA does a California song." So we were <laughs> so we were conscious of not doing that. But then he goes to say, but no one ever makes songs about the dark side of what happens if you get stuck here and you're a failure and your entire life almost becomes somewhat meaningless and you have to retreat. Really? (laughs) I don't know if I would say no one, but okay.
1: Yeah. And... I'm trying to find out the I'm trying to really quick okay, so here's what I found as a source. The song is about my sister's friend Matt. He's close friends with one of the people in the band. They were moving from California to Pittsburgh, and they found out his son was cheating on him right before they were moving from California. They got in a car crash. That's what dying I don't know.
3: I'm just gonna go with my own meaning. <laughs>
2: All right, we'll just move on. Sounds hey, like let's it. be
3: on let's be honest. It's catchy music, that's what I'm here for. Yeah.
2: Okay, I don't care what it's about. Yeah, yeah,
3: we're here for the yeah. endorphins.
2: <laughs> That's right. So yeah. let's move on to violent delights. Speaking of endorphins, uh, we'll start this one at two minutes and seventeen seconds. I'm going to go on this song, and I'm going to maybe gush a little bit the way Mark was gushing on California. (laughs) But this song turned out to be one of my favorites on the album. And for a while, I wasn't sure exactly why. It's one of the longer ones on the album. I can't say that it develops maybe as much as some of the other songs on the album. But if you know me and if you've listened to me on this podcast before, you know that I am a sucker for atmosphere yeah i that's one of the reasons why I love momentary lapse of reason it, It's one of the reasons why I, I gu- gush <laughs> about some of these other production you know s- some of my choices on the top five production lists. There's something about this song that just <coughs> you can feel the space around it wherever you're listening. The sound of the drums the mix the the vocal mix and the verses especially it just fills up the entire space there's nothing. There's not that much going on in the verses, but the voice is lush. It's smooth. It's huge, and then it gets into the chorus where the synths come back in, and it's almost like her voice becomes—I don't—I don't, I don't want to say slightly harsh, but it just like it cuts. It cuts right through, and I think that make this makes the song that much more effective. Um, I hate to keep going back to the live show, but I was happy that they played this one. Not only that, but again, man, something about live drums and somebody banging on the snare of this one when the, when the the song Mm -hmm. opened up and that beat that just gets into my head. Like sometimes I'll be walking around the office and I haven't listened to the song. Like maybe I listened to it yesterday and I'll just hear dish. It's just—it's a very interesting rhythmic choice, too. It's just—you have the bass kick,
1: it's very drum and bass. Yeah, you
2: have the yes. Where there's a lot of snare movement going on there, and ah, man, I don't know. There's also something about it that reminds me of, and this is totally gonna show my bias of that golden age of like indie pop in like the 2010s or whatever, when M83 was like releasing stuff. And there's like all this, it's kind of that beginning of that, that eighties retro before it become, became overly fashionable. And that's a total bias mm-hmm. thing. Cause I'm sure people would be like, Oh, look at all this indie pop today. That's great. And they'd probably be right. But it just brings me back to, Late high school, early college days, when it seemed like everything I was discovering—you'd you'd move, you'd kick a rock over, and there'd be another band that you loved. The Nirvana <laughs> yeah. argument. Yes, a, a little bit, but at least I backed this up with why I love this song sonically too. So. I dropped a link in the chat to
1: the one of the live performances of this, and I don't know if you saw it or not. Like this, but I love the imagery that they added to this song. Really adds to that art gallery experience when the music is accompanied by visuals and the concept okay. being, being really cool.
3: Cool. cool. Yeah. Oh,
1: is this is this a yeah, the, the shot. idea of just violence through screens and just that that violent delights? Yeah. Uh, just a cool yeah. concept, just in name. Yeah.
4: This is definitely one now that's kind of on my nighttime driving playlist. Mm-hmm. It It's that perfect where you got yeah, your dashboard illuminated and it just, yeah. I, uh, and that chorus. Yeah. I I don't know, Kevin. I mean, cause you saw them live. it it, it I can imagine it has a very arena rock feel to it when she starts belting oh, yeah. it out. I don't know why it just, it, it had that kind of where you could just feel like there should be more people than there are in there. Just enjoying that moment. And, uh, and that weird little guitar sound after, like, kind of at the end of the chord. What, where, where did that come from? <laughs> it's little, it's 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 little stuff like that that I love. Where it's like it's almost like an effect, but it's really like the doodly
2: doodly do do doo doo. It's, it's, it's yeah,
4: perfect it's a nice though. Touch. It's it sits perfectly. Yeah, it's 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 a perfect effect. I mean, it's all it's it's almost like you have to really. Yeah, it it doesn't try to get in the way. It's just there, just to move. Yeah, move that part of the song along, and I. Yeah, uh, and yeah, that's I something you've... I
1: could throw into. This album is mixed impeccably.
3: It's very
4: yeah. good, yeah.
3: Yeah, that that's interesting you bring up the whole like oh I could put this on my night drive because like every one of these songs and, and I've like said <laughs> this to myself too where if I lived in California, I've had the pleasure of driving up and down this PCH, it was what I was going to mention going through Malibu, and I've always said if I lived in California, if I was ever like if I had an album ready to be released and I needed to like test it out and see if it was good, it would get the PCH driving test. (laughs) The the vibe test. Yeah. That's the vibe test. And like you just songs just sound better. I mean, anything's better. Just kind of driving down that when you got the uh, Malibu or Malibu and then the ocean to the left of you there or whatever. But yeah, I mean, all of these songs are just written for an arena or just something bigger. And it just, they hit the vibe so well and that's again a a darker song more minor esque, but still like uplifting and especially that chorus like they just they blend the dark and the light so well and you could tell they're huge cure fans because that's what the cure were so good at it's like that's what's coming up too
0: sure obviously yeah
4: hey kev can you just uh just kind of going into the next song can you play at 145 i just want to hear that 30 seconds there I love this. I love that he sings this. Yeah. yeah a lot. Look at that transition. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. I love how I'm that really like just a- spreads out.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And lets you sit in it.
1: I'm liking this idea now. Vibe testing albums. What, <laughs> oh, yeah. We should, this is Absolutely. like a Top Gear special on best roads to listen to music to. You got the PCH. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. You got the
1: Overseas Highway in uh, the Florida Keys. You got LSD in Chicago. That, that's, that's not, not that a bad, bad. Uh, uh,
3: you know, I'm it's, telling it's not too you, bad. If, if you have an album, you're ready to be released. And it's not out yet, but you're proud of it. Give it, give it the, uh, give it the drive test <laughs> yeah. on one, on one, on one of these highways. And I'm telling
2: you, you'll know, <laughs> you'll know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Just going south, yeah. the city yeah, to I, your I, right, you know, the lake to your left. You know. Yeah. And just find a
1: city and a lake
2: and go driving. <laughs> mean, That's all you need. Oh man
1: they got a wrap up i'm gonna go take it through austin wrangle uh,
2: I'm, to to on <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna create a marker there just in case uh, oh, come on. i was I'm gonna say I, I left I most of the ones say, the edits uh, in uh, in mammoth and ghost so don't worry go ahead alex <laughs> Except I was about to say, go, go drive
3: like you're driving through Chicago. You got the city on your left. You're going over to the Skyway, then you then you cross the border into Indiana, and you got the Horseshoe Casino on your right. You're like, hey, maybe and these songs, you, maybe these songs aren't as good <laughs> as I remember. Then You got all the steel plants coming up. You could vibe test it through U.S. Steel. Oh,
1: that's
2: true. You, you could find, uh, the armpit of Indiana. You drive by,
0: through there.
3: Drive by the Gary Railcats minor league baseball stadium. <laughs> <laughs>
2: suddenly your Michael Jackson's arena rocker doesn't seem that uh, doesn't seem that great
0: hey our cellar metal steel
2: plant let's see how it goes (laughs) Test the diversity of the record yeah (laughs) all right well Alex mentioned the cure let's move on to our next song how not to drown I think if I remember correctly this is the first single released from the album can't remember interesting choice Uh, we're gonna start this one off at one minute and 45
1: The bass playing uh, oh, on this song, and
3: that's Rob playing bass too. I think he's mm-hmm. playing a Fender bass six on that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how big of Cure fans you are. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest fan in the world, but I, I appreciate them uh, very much. Uh, and I think Robert Smith's contribution to this is perfect. You know, his bass playing's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, normally he's a guitar player, but he, <coughs> or yeah, you know, he busts the bass six uh, out in some of the Cure stuff, and and I think it sounds great here. Uh, and just when he comes in, uh, his verse is so great. It, I think it's just mm-hmm. like perfect. Like he doesn't overstay his welcome. And then as soon as his verse is done, he starts joining in on the background vocals. Yes! I, I, love I, that. I, I will say, <laughs> yeah. I will say again, maybe to throw a little sour note into the maybe unoriginality of getting uh, Robert Smith the guest on your uh, album's song but uh, Blink-182 did this in, like, 2003. They got him to guest on a song. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he also guested on a song by a band I like called Crystal Castles, their song Not in Love, oh, yeah. if you remember that song, which came mm-hmm. out in 2010. And uh, even his verse, like, sounded very similar. But that's fine. You know, it's tried and true. It works. Right. So just go with it. So uh, not complaining. It, it works for me. But I'm just saying... It's just interesting, you know. Yeah, taking these ideas me fall, f- that's close to home.
1: It's making me fall back on my argument that when you're too derivative, that's why I, I spent the entire time clashing with Kevin over the Ghost album of being too in sync with your influences. Uh, but I, I just don't get that sense from churches. Maybe I just don't know enough about the Cure to really clash. I uh, think you know, in, uh, in, uh, criticize and I will, it's, I, and it's, and it's I will say, yeah.
2: in 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 Ghost, I think as much as I defended that. I think you could clearly see it, you know. Y- you could hear the, oh, this is Iron Man and this is Metallica. You could, you could hear that. Um, In the case of Churches, I don't know whether you could say, I certainly didn't know that he guessed it on a Blink-182 album, and I don't think listening to this song that you'd necessarily say, like, oh, Blink-182. But it is interesting. Yeah. No, it is interesting. You know. yeah, it's So they're a step ahead of Ghost in that way, but it is interesting that they... They did that, and honestly, I yeah. So yeah. it's so, just so, tough
1: if, to make music in 2021 and not look back oh, at yeah. all.
2: Especially right. they 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 probably think uh, Mark, it sounded like
3: you were talking a little differently on that Ghost episode oh, yeah. that I was
1: listening to. Mark? Yeah, and I'm just saying it's tough to do. But a band of Ghost's caliber has the responsibility to do better. I, I will I say this is, th- this is an indie. I pop will band. say sure. I. Th-
2: It was very likely that they thought that nobody would, if they did do the same no, thing nobody I, I, would I, alex's I, problem might be the only person in the I, world that, that would make the well, connection no, yeah. I, don't yeah. know, no I don't know no because i have a
1: blink 182 reference coming no, up i know but you know what i mean
2: yeah I, I i'm saying
3: like that shouldn't be a thing to necessarily hinder the song It's a great part robert robert's a, a legend he wanted to do it he gave him the blessing to do it it sounds great so it's fine i'm just right. saying yeah. i'm like i'm noticing more kind of similarities to these Bands I've mentioned from those eras, and it's like, okay, maybe it's not yeah. the most original thing, but that's fine. Whatever, you know,
4: right? Yeah, I, uh I,
3: I, I if cool. I had an album and Eddie Van Halen was still alive, and I, I, I would, you want, would say no, you'd be I, like, no, nah, I'm yeah, good. <laughs> exactly. I, I wouldn't do that. Just like anybody else would want him on their album, I would want it too. So it's yeah. like, you know,
4: yeah, I, I got I'll, Pete Evans, I don't need Eddie. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I mean. It, it's a good voice, though. I mean, it's very uh, very Definitely. iconic, understated, so it's not like they it's, just went it for something. And it breaks it with... up,
3: too, it, it, just so you're not only hearing her, which right. I love her voice. I would love to hear more of I it, think, but I, I like I when Martin it's... sings, and I like when Robert sings it. Yeah, I think, it up. They,
4: I think they bring it up a little bit. Yeah, there are parts of the song that, uh, that kind of plot a little bit, and it took me a while to kind of crack mm-hmm. uh, going to Mark. I don't know if, were you able to, to kind of ascertain what the song is about? Uh, I, I couldn't. Because again, I because there are certain songs I heard that jump out where you want to kind of read into it a little bit. And I figure, okay, they brought Robert Smith, and okay, there's got to be some deeper kind of. And I it took me a while. I mean, I couldn't. I don't know if if it's about like as far as people taking on the responsibilities of the world, but trying to get rid of them. I mean, I don't know where it just becomes too much. Did you were you, were you able to no, get?
1: No, I'll I'll be I'll come clean. I kind of slid on this song. Did you? Okay, um, I,
4: I I felt I, I felt the responsibility to try to figure, and I just I couldn't. This is the one that kind of bugged there, me a little there, bit. There is I, a blurb
2: was... right here that the single "How Not to Drown" involved, evolved from a piano and drum demo recorded by Doherty and was written during a time when he was dealing with quote <coughs> crippling depression and anxiety unquote.
4: Okay, so that okay, so that kind of I guess you could say yeah, trying to get rid of the the weight of the world. That was mm. my okay, so I kind of got it, I guess. An eternal uh, yeah. topic,
1: if not overdone these days, and right. almost in vogue. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's it's hard not to. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy out there. It's hard not to. Not to kind of dwell on that, but... Uh, and there at least was they don't hit you
1: on the head over
4: it. Right, and, uh, <laughs> right exactly. And there was one part on here, and then we'll move on, that kind of bugged me a little bit, where I felt it plotted a little too much at 3.04, where it didn't feel like the energy was there, like you have in some of the other songs. Is it songs? breakdown? Maybe, let, yeah, uh, it might yeah.
3: be. I imagine this would be the end of the first time, too, if you have the record. Yeah. Which,
4: you know... doesn't feel
1: like it. it Feels like a kind of. I don't know. Like it's it's a decent interlude. It feels like it, in in a weird way. It feels like they could have gotten a little more progressive with this and lengthened the song up a little yeah. bit, and come up with a, kind of like a, a a Genesis Domino or something. Like make right. it a yeah. journey. Make it a seven and a half minute journey in the middle of your pop record. Yeah.
4: Maybe it's a little too stock. Maybe that's why it just felt like okay, here we go. It's like just from point A to point B without any interesting. Well, yeah, here's steps. the thing, yeah. as,
1: as we're done with the side, uh, the first side of the record here, as we flip over Kevin's record and get to side <laughs> B, uh, yeah. five songs in, are you still with us? You don't like this music, do you still give it a chance? Have have they convinced you enough in the first five songs?
0: Uh, yeah, that, it's, it's hard, it's, it's, we can't yeah. answer, because
1: yeah. we all like this stuff, so I yeah. don't you know. <laughs> Not who cares, I will, I will say something, Mark. It.
2: <laughs> um, when I It was right before I left home, and I still had Love Is Dead on vinyl. I came home one day, it was like a Sunday or something, and Dad was like, oh yeah, I put that Church's album on when we were cleaning the house. I was so surprised that Dad pulled out the album and threw it on. He said that he liked it, but it got a little bit long and could have used more variation in terms of Love is Dead. Yeah, this one so, varies more. You so never maybe, know, maybe
1: Dad will give. See, a, is our dad still listening at this point, one hour in? <laughs>
2: <'cause> <laughs> there. We'll find Wheeler. out. Uh, let then let's flip that record over, as we said. Um, we're gonna move on to Final Girl. Let's start this at one. Minute.
4: There's
3: another one.
0: What what an
3: 80s synth sound! Yeah, this I right.
1: was thinking that chorus is so 90s pop a sound, not bit. in the bad way, but it just like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, got you, that very. You know, mid 90s yeah. female pop singer chorus, but little, I, I, this song is a stock's on the rise for me. Yeah, it's very um, uh, Kevin um, stock's on yeah, the, the, the rise. And
4: that, oh, and that yeah. very kind of, uh, right, yeah, the chorus, yeah, just how it rises, yeah, is really cool. Um, well, just but this the is,
1: contrast of it being that yeah. the concept of it being another little mini horror film vignette about the final girl, which has been a trope for 40 years now or right. more. I, I and then just, that, you know, that, yeah, the, the perspective
4: of, yeah. on that is, is interesting. I enjoy it. Yeah. Right. This is probably. Probably, again, uh, going back to the last song, I mean, which is, I mean, which has somebody from the Cure. I mean, w- this song right here, I mean, I felt sounded the most like a Cure song, like the full, like, especially in the oh, beginning, uh, Kevin.
1: Minute forty-three with that, with that guitar.
4: Yeah, and uh, and Kevin, if if yeah. you could also play the the opening too, that was sure. even more so. yeah play the
0: opening, uh, yeah. Definitely.
4: Let's get to a minute forty-three here. Guitar. Yeah, that's very jazzy kind of, yeah.
1: It's a it's yeah. a, it's, a, Way it's an earworm. To
2: bring the bass to come mm-hmm. on, the bass just yeah. grooves in this song. It's it's yeah, fantastic. A
4: lot of, like like Mark said this is a very fat sounding record. Uh, Not only that, bass record, you know what
2: yeah, I love? <laughs> I, I Mark talked about the depth (coughs) on, on this album and this song in particular. I just noticed something on the last listen that I never heard before, and I probably should have, but when she says, and you know that she should be screaming and then it cuts into that part and you hear just the sound of breaking glass just a little bit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's something else. Just a little bit yeah. of something that they give you. That, yeah. that I, you yeah. know, I've listened to this album probably 20 times, and I haven't heard that before, but here Let's it see, is. The hand with the knife has entered the window. <laughs> so it still gives you something.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think oh. that was, uh, anybody else want to add anything? Yeah, I saw everybody
2: jumped in on this It's one.
4: It's just great. That's what it I
2: should <laughs> <laughs> say I'm glad I listened
3: to
4: this album for
3: this song. Oh,
1: oh yeah. really? <laughs> okay. This is the one you like more.
4: Yeah, let's there? not give our, let's not give things away yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, it, yeah. Is it is it the chorus? Is it the theme? Is that chorus is super, super slick. That that chorus
3: got me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that course, sucker yeah. for the that, final girl. That yeah. chorus got me, and then when it, it it's so uplifting. So when I first heard this song, I'm like. Okay, you listen to the stuff before it and the song after. It. And bear in mind, like I said, the song that comes after this was the only song I knew off the record and I loved it and that like hooked me. But then I heard this and I'm like, okay, musically, it like it doesn't uh, explore like the. I don't know. If anything, it's more simpler than the stuff that came before it. But something about that chorus and maybe just more of the 80 sounds to it. Like I think this song blends the dark and the light yeah i lo- that I- this band yeah. does like in one like it has those mm-hmm. like really dark moody verses but and then, then that when pre- that chorus has it just opens but then the tail end of the chorus gets dark and driving like you're like running down like an alleyway or something mm-hmm. it's just every it, it, it it's perfect i had to watch like <laughs> yeah, every I- freaking live version of this song and then i'm like <laughs> yeah. oh and then she kills it live too and
1: that's the the, the concept of the song too just to take it past where we've got the trope of the (coughs) final girl and then am i the final girl like it's it's additive it's it's
0: it's
2: it's
1: introspective and personal
2: yeah all right well let's move on to the song that alex is familiar with courtesy of fifa 22 pick up your stores (laughs) pick the girl songs. pick up your copy in in stores today good girls final girl yeah uh, good girls starting at <laughs> 1 <laughs> 1 minute and 40 seconds
0: for liars or the uniquely uninspired cuz i don't need to be desired is it easy
2: Oh, just that little What a chorus. God. <laughs> yeah. Knock it
1: off. And this is this is the song where I have to freely admit it's totally my bias liking this type of music. This might be a little too double feet in the eighties to be convincing anybody outside of that. This is where I'll openly admit I get it if you don't like this one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, well, I don't and, and, I don't and I don't I that's here. they just kinda did this theme.
4: It is kind. Of, it does have kind of that he said, she she said. It almost it has a kind of a. I don't I don't know if it's as '80s as you. Said, uh, maybe the vocals kind of put it more in the modern for me. Uh,
1: but the drums uh, are we're much more along that midnight and and fm Yeah, I guess you could say
4: it's still very it's still very fat though. Um, yeah, I didn't really have much to say about this because again, it just really kind of is like you just. I mean, if you like it, you just like it because you like this music.
3: Yeah, it's. this is gonna be like another weird thing to say because I don't live there, and I'm not gonna claim that I do, but I've <coughs> been there, and there's something about like the verses in this song are just so LA to me. Mm. It, it's just like I, I just hear it. I just see like <laughs> fashionable, like young millennials, like walking around, going to like Instagramming. these Instagramming, Instagramming, and it's like Pinterest, and like usually yeah. I, I turn a, a, an eye to that stuff, but like, it just captures that mood so well. Like right. I hear that verse and I'm like, Oh, I, I picture myself there. Like, on, <laughs> like Instagram- Mel- I mean, no, like, on, like on, Mel- on Melrose or at the beach or something. And it's just like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it works. It captures the vibe and sets a scene so well, well
1: w- whether you like that or not, it's it captures a vibe a whole lot better than wolfie and his crypto commercial vibe <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> at, least he's, at least they got yeah. something interesting I don't,
3: I don't know where i am when i'm listening to that i know where <laughs> i'm at here
2: I, i'm at my couch watching the bears lose when i'm listening to wolfie that's uh, that's where i'm at i hope everybody yeah. appreciated the opening to that mammoth episode by the way i took that to a a whole nother level um <laughs> <laughs> By
1: the way, this is the John Carpenter remix song. Oh, oh come on! Like How did I not
3: hear that?
2: <laughs> I, I will say I think this song is John. Pro- John, John has good taste. Probably yeah, the old cl- J
1: Carp still doing it.
2: <laughs> probably the closest song I feel um to what was on their first album. Oh. Like I, I could hear this on their first yeah. album. This is this Definitely. is classic churches. I put yeah th- yeah. This is pretty much. I hate to say by the numbers churches because by the numbers churches is better than a good, lot it's of. Pretty still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, you hear this song and you're not surprised that you're you know, listening to it.
4: You know, you know, it's funny at that moment you play that weird little Cynthy solo section. I, I'm like, why? I'm like, oh, it sounds like a car that's trying to turn over. Where it's just like where it's struggling to start. Yeah, that no no I'm like. What is that? What, what does that sound like? Yeah. Chris, you and your openers, you're very particular, Kirk Hammett and his elephant
1: trumpeting. Uh, right? That, that you're not really uh, gonna... You don't have a lot of patience for it, do you? No,
4: I... I appreciate it. I appreciate like that old uh, Van Halen video of, of Eddie like making animal sounds with his guitar. I don't know if you've seen that one, like him doing oh, yeah. like the elephant. And oh, yeah, it's, quite, it's a legendary video, but yeah. I forgot about
2: that... Kirk in the elephant pit, man. Uh... I haven't thought about that <laughs> yeah. in a long time.
1: Alex, yes. why is that there?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: jesus i'm oh, a
4: long way from that i
3: don't i don't remember i don't remember that either uh, it sounds familiar yeah. but i don't remember what album it yeah. was that we hardwired were
4: hardwired to self-destruct oh
3: know. okay <laughs> no no sure. uh, no
4: it was reload. wasn't it one of the uh, the load albums no no it,
1: hardwire was good it was death magnetic, oh, okay. death magnetic. We we're just getting tired of it at the end <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> no surprise <laughs> anyway yeah let's move on to lullabies while alex uh Pulls up the John Carpenter remake. I'm looking. I'm literally looking at <laughs> his ranting. I must get this to my brain. <laughs> I, I found it right here. Uh, Alright. Oh, well, let's uh start lullabies at
0: Mother I.
4: It's funny that uh that uh that chorus kind of going back to what alex said about what he liked about the final girl that's what that chorus did for me i don't know what it is it's very light but it just i don't know it just it just it's weird because this is i think the song there seems like there's a lot of talk about suicide i think in this song isn't it kind of like not being able to function in the real yeah sometimes it's easier to the to function in the I didn't Infinite. look up
1: the meaning, but I do really like the line, televised the great disaster. We're right, better off on the it, screen sometime. And yeah. just that's that's very topical, I think, no matter yeah, I, I don't know what you're...
4: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that had to do with, like, you're jumping to your death or whatever. But again, with a very light... And some people might argue, it's like, okay, you're taking two extremes and mushing them together. I don't know. Maybe somebody maybe somebody in our audience can clarify that for me. But I, uh, yeah, I, that's kind of what I... But again, I just I love the music here, uh, and I like the topic enough where I can kind of forgive it for being too uh, when we're gonna have a light majory sounding song with a very dark topic I mean sometimes that doesn't mm-hmm. work, but I don't know, like here it just it's yeah, it's maybe it's sort of, again like like uh like on the final girl, it just the way that she delivers it just is so it's just great (laughs)
1: mainline sugar to your brain yeah uh that chorus and and that whole theme uh, that i mentioned with those lyrics i i think it just it's it's topically accurate that (laughs) no matter what you think is going on in the world or what your opinion is uh, is of it i think that what what everyone would agree upon is that it's a great disaster and it's it's the mm-hmm. it's being televised very publicly and right. uh, are you better off just ignoring it falling into the screen you know pull me into the screen whatever this this concept that I really appreciate, although this song is probably a bit too musically simple for me to really. Love it and appreciate it. Um, it is much more midnight than it is churches. Yeah, in their language. I will say, yeah, I will yeah, say it. Yeah, but the dedication yeah. of the concept, eight songs deep into the yep. in the record, yep. I, I
3: really appreciate that they're carrying it through. Doing a, right, new,
2: I, a new take, yeah. I, 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 I sent you guys
3: a text to, to listen to a song after the episode, but I'm sorry, I, I have to play it now while we're here. <laughs> Uh, again, here. How do I add this to the sync tube again? I'll just throw it in at the top, and yeah, it'll yeah, come yeah. in. And I'll, yeah, we'll bring it up. Bring
1: it up. We're bringing it up. Here it comes to the top.
3: All right. So, so again, this song came out in two thousand eleven, and I think where did I say to play it from? Maybe about twenty eight seconds, and play it through this pre chorus up through the chorus. I sure. I I don't know if Lauren was a fan of this band, and you know yet. You have the voice that you're born with, but it's like I I I can't stop hearing Cassidy Pope's voice from this Hey Monday band. And this is one of their more like acoustic ballads. Normally they were doing more of like a pop punk kind of paramour thing. Uh, but I just imagine if Hey Monday went synth, it would be churches. And if you play this, you could kind of hear, especially in lullabies. Okay. It's like that's just a Cynthia Hey Monday song if you want to play it real quick.
0: Finish what you start.
3: Okay, a haircut. Oh, yeah. It, it yeah. ages.
0: you a little bit.
1: I guess. All right. You, you know what's fascinating? Is, it's is that too I'm...
3: close to me for me. Not that it's bad. I mean, I like their catchy ass songs, but it's just like, okay. It's fascinating to me how yeah you're what
1: you and you and Kevin are what four years five, younger five, than me four five. school years younger than me oh, five school, school years, years difference years. Yeah. yeah and just how I was at the very beginning of kind of the emo uh, uh, movement where you know it was, it was uh, um, you know Blink One Eight Two morphing into uh, a Good Charlotte and My uh, Chemical and Romance Take Back Sunday yeah My Chemical Romance. And, um, you know, that was the big thing. And now you see a couple years later, this is your era where it's you, you still have haircuts. But, you know, like it's a little bit more pop oriented. Maybe it's just one song. But, uh, you know, like we you know, <coughs> Hayley from Paramore was on an Eminem song. Like it was just much
2: more pop reaching. Yeah. yeah. It's just an observation. It's anyway. Interesting how that changes in five years. Yes. Uh, let's move on. Second to last track. Nightmares. Let's start this at two minutes and seconds. Oh, 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 Sorry, I let that go a little bit longer. Oh, than that's great. Than really yeah.
1: Stole my thunder. I was going to break out that section right there and just uh, be like, I just got to play this right here. The distorted <laughs> bass. The
2: distorted <laughs> bass guitar oh, that underneath dunk, 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 dunk. Oh, underneath it It's like an oscillating. This song
1: yeah. is just growing. Like, this song is shooting up the charts for me. Put up bullet next to this it, one. It, it'll, that thing you
2: do, shooting it, up the charts. Yeah,
0: Mark, <laughs> oh yeah, Mark, oh, that, that's it.
1: one of the best bridges I've heard in a while. Uh, just the whole way it fits within the nightmare theme where it feels this, those those echoes of voices circling your, your mind. It's got that Freddie kruger-esque just vibe to it um i'm scoring a film in november and the director of the film loves this 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 type of music or just a huge fan of john harrison john carpenter those types of film scores and um i when i heard 235 i've heard it before but i heard it i instantly texted this to him hey i said listen to this I am ripping this off for your film. Like <laughs> I love this right here. Like this, that two thirty-five when it just starts off. I gotta play it again. It is so yeah. good the way it builds. It, I, I know we've heard it before, but just like Kevin just clipped it off just a little bit. But just the way I it kind of yeah. breaks down into it. that that is just a golden moment for me I, love, I i don't know if 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 anybody else agrees with me I, or not no, it or is. i am mean, just so, too so, like drawn into it i love it
3: this song i i knew all you guys were going to love solely on the mood especially mark like <laughs> once i saw the nightmares then i'm like okay this song definitely ties in it's almost like a violent delights it's like the violent delights of the b-side of the b-side yeah. yeah and i don't Like, this one, you guys are selling me on it, and it grew on me after listening to it after a while, but, like, I I don't know, I think just the melodies and stuff just caught my ear a little bit more on, like, the first half or majority Uh, of the beginning of the record, but then it started to drop off a little bit, And but I'm like, yeah, I mean, maybe it's, like, not as impressive, like melody wise to me is the other stuff but in a way it plays more to the strength of like fitting in with the tone of the song and like the lyrical yeah. aspect so i have to applaud it for that so i'm, it, I'm me, a little torn i guess
1: this chorus is just such a scream it out chorus
4: though. it is yeah it, I, I,
1: it rocks hard i saw chris headbanging yeah i wanted song. to I, 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 wanted, too. I wanted
4: i wanted to say some of that drum part into the chorus it almost has like a giant Breakdown vibe, like where you got that, like the, you, know, you can almost fit like a eight string in there, or maybe not. So let's not ruin the, but yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that was like a weird kind of like that's a that's a gent drum fill there. That's not a that's not a synth pop. Uh, so I gotta get, yeah, for for be for uh, for being daring, yeah, you gotta I, I gotta give them a little bit of a, but as far as the because, yeah, again, I, I see this as the accompanying uh, or like the or the sister track to Violent Delights. I think Violent Delights has a, has a stronger hook in it. Um, but this, uh, but nightmares is more, it's, it's, it's the more jagged other side to that. It's like the Jekyll and Hyde kind of, I mean, they're both dark, but yeah, this is the really dark. Yeah. It's, uh, not atonal, but it's, yeah, it, uh, I think it serves its purpose.
2: I have to say, I didn't think when listening to church's previous albums that I would be like, you know what? It would be great if they went just down a really dark path, but It worked. I think for the most part, that <laughs> it, it served them well on this album, yeah. and maybe, maybe unified the album in, in yeah. a way that just a collection of random songs would. Still very, it's still yeah, especially coming after, especially after coming after lullabies,
3: where that's maybe yeah. like the poppiest, most kind of colorful summer, you know, song. Like I, I just think of like Bed Bath and Beyond or Pottery Barn or something when I'm listening to that it's Like, <laughs> not that it's bad. <laughs> yeah but it like yeah, has like this fluffiness to it. There's a yeah. little yeah. bit. Of you're not in the mood to buy some you're, Tupperware. Yeah, there's you're, a fluffiness to it. We
1: nightmares you're not just very,
3: boom. Yeah. It just gets <laughs> dark.
1: Yeah. Gavel has been slammed. Yeah, I, I feel like running from something, and I'm not sure what, but I feel like I should so, be running. Suddenly, listening to Freddy
2: Krueger has entered Bed Bath and Beyond a warehouse. Yeah, He's right. stalking yeah. you.
1: Find the exit, please. That sounds. I need like to a, leave
4: the building. A um, hysterical music video there. Uh, yeah, th- yeah. Th-
1: It's it's it. I think it really <laughs> serves the album well that we are now nine songs in, and nobody is complaining about the album sagging. Definitely not a change of no. pace.
2: The quality uh-huh. of a good album. Church, churches Learn it. Made- <laughs> Live it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Write it. <to> just- <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, maybe churches uh, had something when they decided uh, 10 tracks. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. And I will tell you one thing, too. I do like some of the songs on the director's cut, but um, I added those to my <coughs> playlist separately, and I feel like the album is fine as is. So it's just like it feels like bonus material. If you really love the band, but oh, I wouldn't, with, deleted yeah. scenes—that's all.
3: I I didn't listen to those songs, and I'm like, I wonder if there's going to be one of those last three songs that I'm going to like more than the first ten. Did you feel that way, Kev? Is there any you would swap out?
2: Uh I I do like Bitter End quite a bit. Okay. Um, I think that's the name of one of them. I'll check it out. Um, so I think I added that to my main playlist that I. You know, just shuffle through sometimes when I'm exercising and stuff. That would be one. Uh, there, there are two out of those three that I thought were strong. Um, there's maybe, I don't know, we'll, we'll get to the love it or flush right. it later. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away, sure. but let me just say there's two out of those two. At the same time, if I were to get to, let's say I get rid of lullabies, just as, you know, argument's sake, the album might lose a little bit of that you know, and if I replace it with another dark song, like, ah, uh, maybe yeah. that, maybe the album couldn't take that much. Yeah, it's almost so nice that, to have that's,
3: something super bright and popular right. like that.
2: That's, that, that's what makes it a hard call.
1: Yeah, so I would say this though, is a very
2: yeah. balanced album
1: outside of the one topic that's the he said, she said, sh- he said, she, oh my God, so he, said, uh, he, he, said, <laughs> he said, she said, yeah. um, and, uh, 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 final girl and good girls all being the same topic that's really the only thing i would say is a little out of balance on this album other than that it's it's well balanced
2: um yes and let's get to the closer better if you don't starting
0: at a minute
4: interesting
1: track yeah and yeah, yeah. this is this is very i got i got some stuff to say about this song um i like it um it has a very uh almost nirvana
3: something in the way that's yeah it's very 90s alternative that's why it, i'm like which is actually
1: one of my turned into one of my favorite nirvana songs by the way you know yeah.
3: what i what i what i heard on this l- last <laughs> listen and it especially helps with being in a similar area is the cranberries you guys mm-hmm. ever oh, check yeah. out the cranberries? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I could hear yeah. like this being like a cranberries-esque song. And again, yeah. does that and, hurt and it also know. has like, <laughs> right? well, yeah, a they were an Irish band, yeah. It
1: yeah. has a uh, um, almost like a Phil Collins "Take Me Home" type ending, uh, oh. a little bit in terms of the vibe. Oh. Um, and there's something in this song that is so. Uh, let me back it up, and this is gonna be a little hard for me to play with, so maybe I need to clean this up um, at 30 seconds right here and back it up.
0: Oh, my heart. Right oh i hear it you know what I that is it.
1: you know I what that it. is let me pull it up were you about
3: to play are you about to play
1: adam's song by it's Blink? Ad- like it is the same exact riff it is ridiculous i
3: didn't hear that but i can kind of hear it i guess now
1: i, I don't want to back it up but like, yeah it's not even just like kind of it, it is
4: yeah just a different she's, tempo.
3: she's a fan of these bands there's no denying it,
1: it. yeah it, it really is, oh, and and the nice thing about it, at least, is that it goes somewhere where and can somebody bring that back up on the playlist while I'm talking because there's other stuff that I want to talk about yeah. musically in this song. Um, but uh, it, it really is a at least when it gets into that that section at 121, that uh, it, it, it's it's you know that they're at least got their own bit to it. That 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 beautiful lush. You know, reminding me of the open palm trees uh, breeze that they have there. Um, Did somebody add it back?
2: I'm getting it.
1: Okay. But uh, I want to play that. to that 121, that's just the magic of the song right there. And I love how this song ends on the bridge. It's got that unresolved uh, feeling to it whenever you do that. And uh, especially ending, I think it ends on the four chord, which is always uh, an unresolved. You didn't resolve it to the five or the one, uh, the five and the one. And and, and that that, uh, I won't follow you again being the last, uh, the closing lyrics. But yeah, 120 there. I just love how that that just gets from that. uh, What we heard to just churches right there.
4: tempo too you know right. what it's that, such a heartbeat you know what that reminds me of that and that with that little synth patch it kind of sounds kind of like mid-80s rush a little bit i don't know It it, it has uh, like on hold your fire yeah, yeah like that kind of uh,
2: interesting yeah, in I, I,
4: era synth. yeah yeah very which totally i mean you got what 90s grunge and 80s rush <laughs> i mean yeah and, and, and a, 2000s punk pop <laughs> yeah it's uh and it's weird i think this all kind of ends the concept too because there's a lot of self-reflection in this record and i feel like this is kind of the end like the last part of that sweet if you want to call it that um, yeah uh yeah. And, and
1: it almost there's there's a transition that i appreciate here with um not that it's it's a linear transition but asking for the fr- asking for a friend just being the most you know synth pop uh, um you know uh, saccharine synth paradise right. opening and then this song ends where the synth is almost taking a Mm backseat to the guitar and the acoustics. I I like it. I
3: was about to play devil's advocate there and say, and and bear in mind, I just, as you guys and the listeners know, I'm like I said, this is the first full album I've ever listened to the band. Like prior to this, I knew like two and a half songs. So Mm -hmm. this like, I'm, I'm kind of getting all (laughs) the sounds. I mean, what, basically what I was going to ask is this song stood out, obviously, because it's very guitar heavy where the rest, I mean, there's some guitar on the other songs, but nowhere near this level Mm -hmm. and not saying it's a bad thing, but I was thinking like, huh, okay, well, this one stands out and that's cool to see the side of them. Would it have been better if they just did like an EP of these kind of songs and and ended it with another synth one? Or is it cool that like it's ninety nine percent synth based and then you have this kind of like dark emo we cure cranberry song to to send it off.
4: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't... Interesting it, question. Because it, it's 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 well-constructed enough where it's like you like it's that it's there, but where... Yeah. Should, like should, it, should it be here? Yeah, should it, it be... It almost sounds like yeah.
3: a different band. It's still very
4: good. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's right. like,
3: in a lot of place.
1: It only works at the end, though. Yeah. Sure. And they knew to put well, it there.
2: They they kind of like putting the odd songs at the end, too. Okay. If, right. you, if you remember uh, You Caught the Light from the first album, one of my favorite Church songs of all time, actually, but very different song than what you'd expect. If you go throw that on after this album, um, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. especially after the poppiness of that first album.
1: Okay, so if we're going to mm-hmm. extrapolate the theme of this album with um, being surrounded by screens bombarding us and the transcendence of human uh, from uh, humans you know, uh, reality from, from physical to digital, isn't this a good ending if you're going to yeah, say I, you know, yeah, we the, reject the, that or you know we're just we're going to put it down for a minute
4: and yeah that i i yeah I it's better if i don't no i didn't yeah yeah mark <laughs> i didn't know how deeply you read into this but yeah there was a line in there that kind of uh uh yeah, and again sometimes you got to dig a little bit deeper where it almost feels like the main character is talking about don't bother like investing in like in me as far as like showing me any level of I don't know what you want to call it, respect or kindness or whatever, because I'll just reject you. I don't know what the... Uh, Very
1: Kurt Cobain topic.
4: Yeah. No, I know. I, uh, cause, yeah, There's a line at the end where she talks about, uh, like, where you the character almost sounds like some, like, person in, like, a high position of celebrity or whatever, and was with some person who's infatuated with them or whatever, and that the main character almost feels like they're self-aware. of Like, yeah, don't... Yeah, just don't... Uh, I, like, I'm... Uh, I might be. You may see me as one person, but I might be somebody else. Yeah, not the person I guess you see on the screen or whatever. Yeah, there's two parts to me. And if you, mm-hmm. and if you look at me, in that more kind of human from a human perspective, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna let you down. Uh, that that was one thing I kind of got at the end I, after re- listening to it a few times. I don't know if that's it, but I kind of liked that idea. Well, that's also <laughs> a Almost theme.
2: A don't meet your heroes, thing. right? And that's yeah. that's a theme
4: too. With
1: what song was it? it was uh, um. Good Girls, where mm-hmm. it was uh, uh, tearing down our idols. <coughs> it's, yeah. It's such a oh, yeah. caffeine bore or something. Yeah. Whatever that line was. Huh. Or it, it, it's kind of, it's caught there. this is, this is, like I said, you, you listen to this album and you, you know, if you love the sounds, you're going to love the album. But I think there's something more. There's another, it's not just a, oh, I consumed that and that was cool. And now let's put on the midnight. It's just, no, let's <laughs> look deeper at this. There's more there.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think that's one of the reasons why they're two steps ahead of their competition or or why they've stayed around for f- four albums. And what are their first? Well, album yeah, I mean, come I, mean, I mean, 2010 or well, something? I mean, like,
1: in some ways, and because I'm thinking about doing the album next to it and Alex will know this more <laughs> than, than I. But, you know, w- would you say that the 1975 are at least two steps ahead in terms of raw
3: popularity? yeah, and well, that's yeah well, they, 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 band, they yeah. have a new yeah. album coming out and I'm like we should cover that and it it sounds what time, like time when when is that coming out uh I think they just like a they just announced the track listing and the album title and they've been like doing press photos so I think pretty soon next month or so next couple months
1: oh. I, I want to cover their, their last one but
3: they've been digging into that
1: one yeah and it.
3: the <laughs> thing the thing that I've noticed with that band is they seem and they're doing it again with this upcoming album is they have a different theme not just like sonically but visually for every album they put out like the first record was very like black leather mohawks like uh like zara express fashion you know and then you get into the full coked out you know in excess second record and then Mm -hmm. the third record wasn't that like the mixtape record were i forgot Is which one? or no that might have been Cause uh, they put out two
2: very yeah, close to each other. yeah i don't remember the black that, like, and the white one. one were close to each other
3: yeah and then the no- notes on a conditional form they like did like a mixtape thing where they just threw like 20 songs on there and were even doing some 90s shoegaze stuff and now this new one uh they're wearing like it, all their photos are like in black and white and they're wearing like trench coats like have you seen that movie the lighthouse with robert pattinson and, uh, oh, I know. Will Defoe. Defoe. No,
4: I never watched it. like, like I, like, yeah, I feel I, like
3: they're doing like a lighthouse album, like the visuals, like line up mm-hmm. like sailors, and that's
4: yeah, a very dry looking.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of, so it yeah. could be cool. I'm, I'm excited to hear like what the music is, but
2: we can, uh, we can debate that band another time. Yeah, but, quite but, a lot but, but, but they are,
3: I think they're in the
1: conversation in oh, terms definitely. of if we're talking with churches. I mean, uh,
2: yeah, they're I really feel they,
3: are like they, are like a zeitgeist changing band. Like every time they put something out they just like change the landscape of stuff and it's not necessarily like they're being original but they just like find a way to sound good <laughs> they get they get everybody yeah. and then like people are changing their fa- it's almost like in a way like john mayer what john mayer kind of does like he recently did sob rock where he was trying to do his 80s clapton thing and some people love it and some people are like okay well that's too close but Like, you could peep, like, people just swarm around him and what he's doing and just eat it up. And, like, people change fashion and stuff around what he's doing. And I feel like 1975 is that band for the pop world. But uh, the last thing I was going to say about the song, and in a way it's kind of cool, is I could see this being like the closing credits song. Like, you had the Mm -hmm. full movie and, like, you had the whole story about the dark and the light of LA. And now it's like the driving home. Like you could just see like the credits rolling and like it's it's dusk or whatever mm-hmm. and it's just like okay it's the final it,
2: credits. Like where the f- it's, it's, it's the, film the rear ends view on mirror. And the the album
1: just, is in your yeah. rear view mirror at this point.
3: Yeah, it's like yeah. rear view mirror now. It's like the sun's just setting. Story ends and you're just kind of driving off into the into the you know into the sunset or sunrise. Passengers or it's, playing it's, it's the acoustic weird. guitar.
2: It's where you sit and think about the movie in the theater as yeah. the credits roll, or or the discussion on the way home. Yeah, know? I it's think it's more discussion exactly. on the way
3: home. Exactly, yeah.
4: sure. All right, we're going to get yeah. into Because some, in a lot uh, of
1: ways, I think Nightmares is a good closer, too, because exactly. it, it more represents the theme of the album, mm-hmm. and this is more of the coda. This is the coda, the right. closer, Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, is it time for... For Bring me, bringing it, alex it, back I guess, yeah. to the love it or flush it oh, alex man, i've been it. keeping the seat warm for
3: you i know you have so <sighs> this is this is where the no we're not doing the buzzers for the trivia or nothing like that anymore no. right
2: not on bonus
3: episodes so so for this are we just doing one buy one terminate mm-hmm. or
2: we, uh, the old classic
3: damn, I, want, <laughs> I want two buys. and now and
0: love it yeah. or flush
3: it
2: all right all
1: right fine you know what you haven't bought anything in a while you can get two buys
3: Oh, it makes, makes it easy for me. Mark up. but all right. Uh, tonight's order. Ooh,
2: saying this again. Kev, Chris, <laughs> Mark, and myself asking for a friend. Kev, what do we think? I have to give this a big love. Um, great way to start off the album. Mark? Or sorry, Chris. Chris.
4: Uh yeah, this is actually my buy. Yeah, this uh, yeah. they got Ooh. me. Yeah, they got me right at the beginning and I was I was hooked in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Mark? Chris is his opening uh, bits. I love this song. I, yeah, it's, it's a great opener.
3: Yeah, I, I wouldn't blame you there, Chris. It's, it's a contender. Big love yeah. for me. Track two, He Said, She Said. Kev?
2: Uh, honestly, a little bit of a grower song for me. Um, But I have to give it a huge love, and our discussion only brought it up more. Chris?
4: Uh yeah, this one. Not that I did enjoyed from a just a superficial pop perspective, but uh, within the confines of the album, I gotta I gotta get rid of it completely. I gotta terminate it.
0: Oh, is that? Yeah.
4: yeah, it's it's like I don't. There are, there are too many boyfriend girlfriend songs out there. I don't need it on my yeah yeah. I don't need on the record that really kind of really kind of digs deep, and this song really didn't.
1: Hmm. Okay, okay, Mark? interesting. I. I disagree that it's a boyfriend girlfriend song i think it's more of a um you know what does society want for me as a woman song and there's three of those on this record and i feel like i have to it's just too many i got I, i'll flush this one i don't like the placement okay. either
2: if like,
4: it's still good, yeah, I did. We gotta I do one. That's how yeah. I'm. i'm, I'm doing one I, saying I, I, that. Like I gotta get rid I of did. one terminate one plus one. Song. That's why I kind of just like yeah. I I, I kind of looked at it. And just it because a, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I would put Good Girls in this spot. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, I'll still give it a love. I, I I'm simple. I I was hooked on the hook of it. it. was catchy enough for me. Enjoyed it. Track three, California.
2: Kev. I knew this would be Mark's favorite track. Mark. Texted me about this song maybe a week I don't know whenever you listen to the album I you I got a text from you about this song so I, <laughs>
1: I could be. not contain my excitement <laughs> yes
2: um, but uh, I'm not going to go as far maybe as Mark will but I will give this a big love Chris
4: uh, yeah same with me maybe a little bit bigger than Kevin but yeah this was another like another pleasant surprise yeah that need that deserves uh, the biggest of loves
3: yeah and mark well i will go
1: where you will not i will be unsurprising and buy this one and set myself up i'm sure
3: alex is flushing or terminating this one no i like oh, this one okay. uh actually it, it it took a little bit to grow on me it's not that i didn't like it but uh, i guess when i was listening to the album in full it's like i i didn't maybe i didn't hook me right away and then just the whole theme of it it's like okay well i've heard this done before but I think just the discussion brought it back up a little bit. So, yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it a love. It's a strong song. Give it the old PCH vibe. Text. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll, I'm sure it'll work for that. This whole album will. <laughs> uh, violent Delights, Kev.
2: All right. Unsurprisingly, I'm using my money here. I'm purchasing Violent Delights. What can I say? Like a little violent video games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fire Violet up some does. Battlefield after yeah. this song. Um, but no, this is just... Ah, uh, it's it's no surprise. Just like I, how I would have bought yet another movie, I'm buying Violent Blight. Nice. Nice tie in. Chris.
4: Uh, yeah, and another enormous love. Yeah, that just, yeah, it's one of the great epics on here.
3: Okay. Uh, Mark. I don't connect with this one <laughs> as
1: musically as you guys do, um, but seeing that live video saved it for me. Just with the juxtaposition of imagery in the LED wall behind them with the song and just really made it click a little bit more. So maybe a bit unfair to boost it off something that is not part of the music, but it is part of the artistry. So I will let this retain uh, a love.
3: Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to give this a love as well. Uh, it's nice to, It's to, to get to that dark song early and not that I dislike the track on the b side uh this one out of those two i think i'm gonna go back to more so uh i I appreciate hearing this one early on track five probably end of side a i didn't look at the vinyl track listing but i can only imagine how not to drown kev
2: uh gonna give this one a big love i think it's one of the better collabs they've done too they did one on love is dead with my enemy which i i don't mind um, but I think this one just functions a little bit more, adds a little bit more from the collaboration from Robert Smith. Very nice. Uh, Chris?
4: Yeah, I, I, uh, even though it kind of plods in certain places, I love Robert, uh, Smith, I love his, uh, his delivery. is just really kind of elevates the song. Uh, so I'll give it uh, kind of a stock love, maybe a little bit more than that. But yeah, it, I think it's uh, it, it del- uh, served on its purpose. Okay. Mark?
1: Uh, unfortunately, plot is the name of the game on this one, and that uh, will incur the wrath of my one T wow. on this record. <sighs> Poor and Robin. I w- I, I, I'm sorry. Poor Bobby. Uh, I, I, I will say that I have to do this. I sound very much like Alex here, saying that I'm being forced to do this because that's the rules. <laughs> Them's the rules. Uh, but he doesn't want to. <laughs> There's stuff in here I like. It's, It's not... You know, there's this is not Griftwood. It's bad <laughs> front to back,
0: Jesus.
3: every dimension.
0: It's uh, a total terminable yeah.
3: abomination of suck. It, 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 it's the quote from Caddyshack when Judge Smales goes, "I've sentenced kids younger than you to the gas chamber." Didn't, didn't want wanna, to, didn't want to do it. Felt I owed it to them. <laughs> to them. Yeah. Good
0: yeah. reference. Uh, That's what uh,
3: that is that should be yeah. that should be a sound clip whenever we have to reluctantly. Get rid of one because of the (laughs) rules. Uh, Well, I'm not going to go that far. Bobby Smith's getting a love for me. Uh, I'm going to give it a (laughs) love.
2: All right. Flip that record over. Final girl, Kev. Going to give it a big love. Um, Definitely, I will say, the discussion brought it up for me. Uh, it It went from liking it to really loving it. So... Big boost, probably my stocks on the rise of this episode. Chris?
4: Yeah, very much in line with Kevin. Yeah, I just, uh, I always loved it. Yeah, again, kind of very much in line with Alex. Yeah, just that chorus, just, ah, uh, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what it's all about, isn't it? <laughs> and Mark. Funny, because I kind of dislike the poppiness
1: of the chorus, but uh, I still love the song. I love the concept, and this one is also a stocks on the rise for me.
2: Well, you know Talk about that bass you there. know where I'm
3: going <laughs> huge stocks on the rise all the way up to let's buy it let's ring Ooh. it up
2: right. there it is and, and beca- beca- because money.
3: I have two I, I think it's a, a fantastic blend of the dark and the light all packed into one song with mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of 80s influence especially with the synth sounds maybe not the most uh, experimental and moody songs but uh, it won me over. Something about it. It did it for me. So, by number
2: one, Good Girls, track seven, Kev. Uh, it's hard for me to, like, really overly love. I wouldn't call this a stock churches song, but I did call it By the Numbers Churches song, but it is good. Um, So, I'm just going to give it kind of a By the Numbers love, but... Eh. It's album four. Like, I don't know. You know where I'm going with this. Just give me a love. All right,
4: Chris. Yeah, this is, this is a tough one because this is probably the one song that just, I don't know, I just didn't retain as much as the other ones, uh, which is probably going to lead me to a more negative uh, decision. Um, I'm going to have to flush this one. Yeah, these songs, yeah, like the two really poppy songs just didn't, didn't do it for me as much. All right. Mark?
1: I have to agree that I'm not going to flush this one, but if I were forced to flush two, as per the rules, this probably would be the next flush. Um, I guess I gave away what I'm going to do with the rest of the uh, record. Uh, Maybe not, but this is a love from me, even if it is not my favorite song. It's not the one I'm going to go to. It kind of gets annoyingly stuck in my head, to be honest.
3: Hmm. Okay. Well, hooked me originally and still hooks me now by number two. I uh, it. the girls. There She's it bottom is. ball, bottom yeah. ball.
2: <laughs> Got a girl on each yeah. one. Yeah, strolling down. For both girl. I, I,
3: I'm just going with the one, the uh, the sweetest, most uh, satisfying songs, and these yeah. those two are the ones for me. Yeah. <laughs> asking, so, and and actually, car. asking <laughs> asking for a friend would probably be the third by honestly, but uh, oh. track eight lullabies, Kev.
0: Well.
2: Pull out that quote again, because uh, I'm going to give this a flush. However, I will say, you know it's a good album when even the songs you flush, you bob your head to.
4: Chris? Yeah, oh, I always loved it. It was always this kind of a stacks on the rise for me. Uh, Chris know, is really pulling out the eat.
1: hipster card on this on this song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I always <laughs> love this one. Yeah, it's the Pinterest.
4: It's the Pinterest track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know, he's just thought he'd interject that ahead of my vote.
3: Hey, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just that's the vibe I get from it.
1: Now yeah, I, I will keep this one around based on how much I love that line. Televised the great disaster. Maybe we're just we're better off, uh, better off inside the
3: screen.
2: Ripping inside the screen, yeah. yeah. Like it, I, I love that line.
3: Yeah. See, this is this is hard for me because I love, it. I like <laughs> everything here, but I will say, <laughs> after Good Girls, it started to drop off a little bit for me. The sag. It started to sag <laughs> after track seven, where there's still stuff in each song that I like, but it's like... And not that I got tired of it. It's like, oh, okay, these don't seem as good as the first seven. I, I, I got the song stuck in my head right now.
0: Oh uh, God, I do. You just got two yeah. to get rid of still. I know I do. So.
3: I know I do. Yeah. I I do. yeah. <sighs> well, all right. Let's...
0: Oh boy! I'm oh curious <laughs> where
3: the teas fly if, here. If, huh? This if, is if fascinating. he is teeing up
2: nightmares, I have something to say. Where about are the teas? I'm gonna come over like Freddy Krueger to his house.
3: Ah <laughs> man! Well, why don't we just give this one a flush? Only I, I still like it. It's a reluctant flush, but
0: yeah. Send over, but, uh, yeah, for, yeah. But <laughs> the
3: fact that it almost seems like a little—I don't know if you—if it's kind of. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I haven't listened to much early Churches, so I can't say like, oh, this is a stock Churches song and this should fit on a different album and it's out of place or it's too poppy. I, I have really no reference. Um, to me, it seems like it almost doesn't necessarily fit. It's almost like a little too sunshiny for the rest of the vibe of the record. It's still good, but I feel like we could probably cut it. So that's where I'm going to flush this one. All
0: right.
3: Nightmares, Kev.
2: Big love probably would have been another buy maybe for me. Um, Yeah, just I'm just going to leave it there and hope that uh, Alex does the right thing with this song and doesn't get a visit by Freddy Krueger to
4: take out to take out his final girl. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. his final girl ain't going to make it. Yeah, Uh, probably not as huge as Kev, but I still really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good juxtaposition to uh, Violent Delights. So, So, yeah, I think it belongs.
1: And Mark. Uh agree with Kevin. A second buy would be this one. Uh, I, I love it. I, I I've written film scores like this. I will steal that idea shamelessly. <laughs> uh, I, it's it's such a a, a a mood. I love it.
4: Here we go at the moment of
3: something. <laughs> Here
2: well, comes the moral to Well, Well,
3: well, uh, originally I was planning to tee the song after this, but after the discussion uh, I almost appreciate the diversity <laughs> oh, no. of that song, uh, in a way. Oh. And the fact that there's already a song like this on the A side of the record that <laughs> I like better. Oh, boy. I got to trim the fat, so I still like it. <laughs> but it. away it oh, goes. But away it goes. The logic, it. the logic just follows.
1: The logic follows. It's just kind of funny how we talked you into terminating world. something that I liked, based
2: man didn't mean man. to. He's he, he's just like rationalizing, dropping the atomic bombs all right. over again. He, you drop you the atomic bomb on a friend. It's like when I mean, you play, yeah, your, yeah, it's a I'm just going to nuke
1: my did. ally for fun.
2: He just he just he just flew over yeah, London. I oh, like I hate to do this, yeah, guys. I, I but, got uh, some extras. Go. I got to get rid of
4: them. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if, if Ren and Stimpy was before all of your time, but I still have this image of like an early episode of Stimpy, like with a big smile on his face, pressing this big button.
3: I yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying, if I put this album on after this, and I was driving, I wouldn't skip anything. I wouldn't be like ah, all right, let's skip it over. Yeah. But it just. For the sake of the game, I gotta, I gotta do it. So that's where uh, I fall. For the fall. love of the
1: game, he must
2: kill one. Uh, uh, all right, here that's, we, that's what it is. Here, we, here we go. All right, take it home. Oh, I'm right, sorry. Uh,
3: you're, He's
1: slacking on the job. Well, well
3: here. the camera, the, Mark's little uh, blip was covering the track title. Better if you don't. It just <laughs> Mark in the dark. All I see is the blue shirt and the white teeth. He's getting into the nightmares mood. <laughs> no way, yeah. I just need the neon lights coming up from underneath the table.
4: At one point, I just want him just to obscure everything except his face. Yeah,
3: better a face and a
2: tooth. Yeah, with eyes and teeth. <laughs> well, uh, Mark has done the calculation on this one. <laughs> It leaves me only one option, and it's not that I don't like the song, but this has always been the weakest song of the album, in my opinion. I appreciate the experimentation in in terms of the sound of Churches, uh, but this one is going to get the T.
3: Chris?
4: Uh, yeah, I can't kill this one. I, I enjoyed it for, again, sometimes I like, a, like a curveball and this was one of those curveballs I enjoyed. So yeah, I'll give it a love.
1: Mark? Big love. And I don't know if anybody, uh, missed that or, or whatnot, or the context of it, I guess to explain is that, uh, uh I compared this to something in the way by Nirvana. And sure. if you go back and listen to when we did that, um, I maybe didn't That's like really that song. song, yeah, and I maybe didn't like that song as much when we were covering that record. But it has really grown on me, uh, and it's probably like a top three Nirvana song for me. And I just like that 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 closing vibe. I, I think it can work well, and this is the album where it can work well on. And it, uh, I feel
2: so, I feel so bad teeing up the drive home post movie discussion song. Yeah, yeah. Kevin just wants silence. <laughs> but at least at least you know it's a good album oh yeah it's not like i got it's not like i got 14 or 15 songs to choose yeah from, right? and, and, and
1: and that's why it's hard to tease stuff when you only put 10
3: another learn it love it
1: <laughs> oh yeah live it there's live not,
3: it there's really 10 not, songs it's it's hard it's hard to pick and i guess my uh i i, I understand where kev is coming from he's the more experienced Church's listener too so he knows more of their scope of everything they've done um but i guess it, since i'm kind of coming to this as like this is my first church's album and i don't really know what's before this minus like two songs i guess if this is all i had i save it for the diversity and be like okay here's a side of them that you don't normally hear uh but yeah it definitely stands out in Maybe it's not as good as some of the other songs, but I appreciate, I guess, the diversity on this album. So uh, it'll just get a like, a standard, not right. not not a full-on love, but it, uh, the squeeze, the light squeeze. Oh, the light <laughs>
1: squeeze. Uh, oh, and, 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 enjoy and, and with that light squeeze, Churches has scored a perfect game in reaching the minimum of lo- of flushes and terminates. Probably the wow. first album to do so. And I don't know if we're just super biased. Like, please let us know. Because this album probably has the best, most consistent review. And I don't know, like, if it's just the fact that it's just a modern album helps it uh, based on, like, what we know. Uh, and, like, I'm just thinking, like, it's even on the best Van Halen album, there's always, like, a Sunday afternoon at the park. Or or whatever it is that that's just like, yeah, OK, there's that's the one. Tea. Yeah. Or, or yeah. the, you know, inside on 5150. It's like, yeah, yeah. Goodbye. You know, th- yeah. there's, there's always so that. But on this one, it really is really tough here. to pick out yeah. the one that's just that's got to go.
0: Yeah.
2: So that's big true. compliments. We, we don't that. run into those very often, honestly. So have we done anything to convince you? Let us know,
1: because uh, this might be a little bit on the sappy side. But hey, maybe we'll get some upvotes for a change on it. Uh, We'll see if that pans out, I suppose, (laughs) Uh, instead of just complaining that we didn't kiss the butts of the artists constantly. Uh, for two hours is if that would be more interesting but i think that we had some good discussion on this one i'm happy we did it i'm happy i dug into it because typically with these <coughs> types of albums i just like adding the songs to my life playlist and then just skipping over the rest but i got a chance to appreciate the depth quite a bit more by going album dive deep into it so anybody else got any changes uh that they'd like no, to make I think or closing 7. thoughts 5 is uh good
3: No, no, no changes. But uh, one thing I'm hoping, uh, especially after Kev said he saw this live and it just made the songs that much more better, what I am hoping for, and I know Kev will get this reference, I'm hoping for a live at the O2 type concert from churches that I could go put on in about five (laughs) minutes. I'm hoping for it. I don't know if it's out there.
2: I don't know if they actually have something Something of that elk, of that level. pro uh, shot. Okay. I'm the other
1: way on it. I'm hoping for a Detroit alley concert <laughs> from these people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just with about 300 people packed into an alley, all just throwing down to these songs. Well, it's,
3: regardless, I'm watching some live footage in a little bit the stuff
2: uh-huh. i i would watch some from the the most recent tour i'm so if they have a full so, live show so, out
3: there. so another question i'll ask uh being maybe the least experienced churches guys here guy of the group uh if i'm going to go back and listen to the full discography do i start in in chronological order or should i go somewhere next after this one what do you guys think oh. i would
1: go chronologically
2: um, yeah, because I think he would probably he would probably like the bones of what you believe. He yeah. really likes gun, yeah, love gun. Right?
0: Yeah. So. It,
1: it, it, and I would say if if you weren't a fan of these sounds and weren't a fan of the 80s, I would just be cautious. You know, pick and choose, <laughs> and don't be afraid to yeah. skip because it's it's very much that. But because you have no qualms about that kind of thing, just start right from the top, and uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. I would say, and there are so
2: many good songs yeah, on that first. Album yeah, and
1: I, I would actually say that. Um, their last record has some of the best, has the best run of songs um, from Heaven, uh, Hell. Um, oh, yeah, that, that's yeah.
2: Graves. Dancing Graves. Howl. Yeah. I think there's
3: another song. Is it?
1: They have like four songs in a row that are just, just yeah, have, golden. Is it yeah, have, get, get, like, out? Yeah. get
3: Out? Maybe Get Out? I like. I don't remember. And there was another song on Bones that I remember liking. Was it The Mother We Share, maybe?
2: You probably heard the mother we share. I think it's still the there. Are, yeah, there was on the EP, okay. wasn't it? There's two. Uh, I think there's it two,
4: down, two yeah. songs uh, from their discography that made it onto my what did Mark call it? my life playlist? Life playlist. Yeah. Yeah, right on. alongside Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Heaven and Hell was one. What was the other one? I think it was off the first record. Probably,
2: probably my all-time favorite. Church yeah, that that, really? that that
4: one. That one kind of yeah. put them on the uh, as far as oh wait, I should probably dig into this a little bit more than I have. Yeah. <laughs> I know i got to find that song here before we... Kind of, California
1: is, is probably my favorite church of song, but Graves is probably my second. Graves, Love the
2: energy man. in Graves. Man, that whole... That's oh, here it, it is.
4: Oh, yeah, the mother, yeah, the, the mother me, uh, we share was the other one that's on there. I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Chris, it, that's that.
1: like having smells like teen spirit what? on your life playlist. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so <laughs>
3: the one album that hasn't really been mentioned and the one that I know the least of is Every Open, Every Eye, Open which, Eye. Would you say that might yeah. be the least favorite?
2: I would say so personally, and and if you listen to it, you'll probably know why. Okay, I'll I'll just say that much. There's still some good songs. I think it was it felt a little long, and it's different. I don't know. I still feel like I need to dig into that album more. Believe it or not. Fair enough.
1: So. all right that closes out tonight uh probably doing more a couple more special albums coming up maybe we we'll stay in the synth pop genre mention the 1975. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what we do in terms of uh, finding some new music to bring you before we jump into our next discography, which I am really feeling the 70s. We left it off with Hendrix in the 60s, and I'm just feeling some leisure suits and some brown walls and some big underpowered cars. Just feel a little boogie night, so uh, we might be going there. Uh, Mark's
2: feeling the malaise.
1: Era. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the mood to jump maybe into little, something 70s.
3: Maybe a little steely Dan
1: little well, steely dan boston's possibility it's I, I i'm just a great era for music really um uh, but uh we'll see what's coming up uh because we'll uh, we've still got a couple of uh things to take care of ahead of then so we'll see you then good night